Welcome to an off-topic episode of the Sports Corner. We've uh, kind of toyed with this idea for a bit now. Uh, Reno and Scrap are going to come over a couple weeks ago to do it, but I'm glad they let me in on it. Yeet. We, uh, we're going to do best of the decade from our perspective. So if you don't agree, uh, you can go fuck yourself is what it comes down to. It's our opinions, right? Oh, yeah. I honestly feel like I'm at the Michael Scott Dundee Awards, but this is more <laughs> of the Sports Corner Dundee Awards. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's a little mixed. How long were you sitting on that line scrap? Like two weeks? <laughs> Probably longer. The decade's been longer than that. <laughs> so how long did it take for you to come up with that? But, all right. We're going uh, We're going to start with athletes. So it is, it's a mix of sports and I guess you can call it pop culture stuff. You know, like everyday things we might use or see. and It's a nice little mix. So share this with people that aren't necessarily into sports but might like podcasts or might want to hear from a couple old buddies, you know? So we'll start with athletes. We're going to go in the order of 3-2-1, but we'll start myself with the third and go Reno, then Scrap. Scrap will give the second. It'll go to Reno, then myself. Then I'll give my number one. It'll go back. A little snake order if you play fantasy football or have done any sort of draft or anything like that. So my number three athlete of the decade... Scrap, Reno, myself, we have not seen each other's lists, so these reactions are genuine. They're they're pure. So we'll see how it goes. This might be this this is, without a doubt, recency bias and New England bias, but I got Edelman as my number three athlete of the decade. Wow. Yeah. Number three of the decade. And let me tell you why. The guy is an animal. He's a workhorse. He's won what, three Super Bowls in this decade? Something like that. And I mean you can there's a strong argument without his catch in Super Bowl fifty one or fifty two. No, fifty one. They're not winning that game. On that Robert Alfred tip up in the air. I mean, everyone knows what I'm talking about. It's for that, I mean for the season they had this year to fall short, it was unfortunate, but Edelman did everything in his power and the guy I've said it before, I mean he's play, he should have been playing in a wheelchair. The guy's a warrior, day in, day out. I mean, there's iconic pictures of him at the Patriots Super Bowl parades. I'm, I'm just giving it to Edelman. I, and we do have honorable mentions for each, so those are outside New England for me. But Reno, number three athlete. First off, I just want to say, I'm, I don't know how, I'm only on my third claw. I'm a little buzzed already, so <laughs> this could get dangerous tonight. Yeah, I mean, by the end of this, we won't be able to talk. So every time you hear it crack, it's not sodas, <laughs> it's fucking White Claws. Ah, Number three, best athlete. Um, originally had Mike Trout, took it off, didn't like it, no postseason success. I liked it, yeah. Yep. Kawhi Leonard, two okay. rings with two separate teams. Now, I wish there was an extra year because, personally, I think the Clippers go to the finals this year. I think everyone's riding L.A., uh, Lakers, for that that matter of fact. Um, two, two MVPs uh, in, in the finals and two rings with two separate teams um off the top of your head can you name an athlete that's won two rings this decade that's relevant on two separate teams so you're you're saying like ray allen wouldn't count well ray allen didn't win one with the celtics in this decade but no you didn't want exactly you didn't win one in this decade he didn't, he didn't win with the heat either <laughs> but lebron well, well, I'll get I'll get to that I'll get to that later. NBA or any sport? <laughs> any sport. Well, you put me on the spot. This is tough. I, well, it's because there's like nobody. Right. Well, I mean, if I thought there might be somebody, but whatever. So any, I, don't, I don't follow the NBA enough. I really don't. Point in case, 
LeBron's the only one that's done it. Scrap number three. <laughs> All right, so my three and two, they tie together a little bit. I feel like you guys are going to be shocked by that. You're doing this already? Uh, my number three, I'm definitely going to botch his first name, but <laughs> U-Asian Bolt. <laughs> you saying? You oh, saying? You saying you Asian? <laughs> you, yo, U-Asian, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you Asian bolts. Yep. All right. You Asian bolts. Um, so I don't think you're ever going to see someone do what he did. I think he's just a freak athlete. And I don't know. I <laughs> You Asian. I, I'll never get over that. That's awesome. All right. On to my number two. My number two athlete of the decade, Michael Phelps. I don't think no one's get, ever going to touch the medals that or maybe one other person who's in my honorable mentions, but I don't think anyone. You Olympics heavy, huh? Yeah, okay. I don't think anyone's gonna touch his gold, his gold medals, or the uh, total amount of medals that he got. And yeah. he is the per he has the perfect body to be like a swimmer. And that <laughs> well, I mean, he, he proved it. Yeah, so. you're not wrong there. I guess. What was the scandal he had again? Scrap knows everything about men's bodies. Uh, the smoking weed. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was Michael Phelps. Yeah. yeah. Banana bread at work. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think he got caught with a bong or something. He took yeah. a picture of him with a bong and they're like, oh, Michael Phelps smokes weed. Who gives a shit? Guy fucking brings so much glory to our country. Good for him. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, he eats 10,000 calories a day. It's like, oh yeah, he has the munchies. No, he uh, he trains like an Olympic athlete, you fucking idiots. All right, Reen. I think Scrap's done with his number two. So. Uh, pretty obvious. Can't put him at one because my number one's a beast. Tom Brady, three Super Bowls, <laughs> okay. three Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. He's made it to like all the all teams like almost every year. Um, slam dunk. I mean, he he could be two thousands decade. Um, my number one. He didn't make my number one for uh, the twenty tens, but the guy's just a monster. Still going into the twenty twenty decade. Uh, slam dunk. Tom Brady, number two. I got a couple points on that. Uh, I think when it's all said and done, this might be ambitious and kind of stupid, but I think Brady could be on the all-century team when it's all said and done. Yeah. I, like, I, I, he'll be lo- I mean, he might not. No, he'll be dead. He'll be dead by the time <laughs> the century's over. But, Hopefully me too. Yeah, right, yes. I had to think about that one for a second. I want to be dead by the end of the century too, but no, Brady. Maybe not even make it this decade. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well. Sorry. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but Brady, I think, should be, I mean, whatever. We'll get to it. But I wanted to say uh, we, I wish we did athletes in the Boston area and the rest of the league because, for me, it was hard to pick against them. And it just we've enjoyed so much, so much success as a city or, I guess, area if you New England Patriots. But it's, it's a Boston team. But my number two... Big Poppy. Retired pretty early in the 2010s. Like, let's not kid ourselves there. But for what he did in 2013 alone, made my decade list. Like, he, in the playoffs, he hit, what, like 600, 620 or something ridiculous? Yeah, that like, was 700 in the World Series. Yeah, 714 in the World Series. And I think over the playoffs, he hit, like, six something. Like, absolutely unreal. That was the year of the Boston Marathon bombings. And, like, what he did for the city altogether was just absolutely incredible and it went way further than baseball so for me that put him on my list as number two ahead of Edelman because Edelman I mean as much as I love the guy he doesn't have the regular season stats some other guys do but 
you know, uh, championships talk. Do you consider putting number two Big Poppy him getting shot in there? I, I mean, that adds to the story, I guess, but like, that's not a, not, not a reason for him to be a top athlete. I know, I'm just being a dick. Oh, I know. Uh, that caught me off guard a bit. I like it. Uh, I don't like that he got shot. I like that you brought No, it. I mean, I don't either. I, it just came to my head. I couldn't let it leave. No, I, I, I get it. All right. There, like I said, there are so many athletes. Honorable mention. It took, this one took me the longest when it should have been the shortest, but I could name 100 athletes that are deserving. This is all just, I mean, when it comes out of bias, it's bias for me. Number one, he's not biased. This is a cold hard fact. Tom Brady. Reno, I can't believe he's your number two. Tom Brady, number one, has been breaking record after record in this decade. I mean, just the Super Bowl speak for themselves, the playoff success. I mean, the guy is a machine, doesn't quit. We've all seen it. I don't have to talk much about TV. I mean, I, I do wish they'd just stop fucking... <laughs> we, we, said, we said no smoking on the podcast, buddy. Shit, they're going to die over there. This is where I wish we had a, like a round table webcam around. Yeah, so I will be, we'll be there. We'll, we'll get it going. But anyway... TB12, I just wish they'd stop fucking talking about, is he going to move on? Oh, he bought a house in Connecticut. Yeah, that's in New England. That's very close to Gillette. Like, okay. Oh, he sold his home in Brookline. Yeah. They wanted to move. Like, fucking leave him alone. You're going you're gonna to run him out of town, if anything, but whatever. We got a lot to cover, so I can't rant about TB12 for too long. Reno, number one athlete before we move on to HMs. Who do you think it is? LeBron. Uh, that's yeah, right. That's too, right. Brother. That's right. That's my it's, number. That's fucking pathetic. <laughs> no, it's it's obvious yeah. in the clear cut statement. Is one. Clear cut statement. I mean, he only has two titles. Like I said, the only other person in, that off the top of my head, without looking far into it, that's won two titles with two separate teams. Obviously, he won two. Excuse me. He won two with uh, the Heat, and then one with the. Uh, the Cavs. I give him zero credit for the Heat championships. Yeah, that's None. that's you can yeah fuck you. <laughs> um, Cleveland, good for him. I mean, well, that's why I put it on. Is one he said when he left Cleveland, like I don't have on I have unfinished business here. Um, went and got his titles that he deserved because he was struggling in Cleveland with no rosters every single year, and then Mario you know t- twenty ten comes around, um, four straight with the Heat to the finals, two out of four, lost to uh. Who did he lose to besides uh, Dallas? He lost to that Dirk team. Golden State won. No, no, no. It was um, the Hawks. Not the Hawks. <laughs> what the fuck, man? No, 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 no. No, I'm talking about in the finals when he was on the Heat. He lost to Dallas and he lost to the Spurs. Spurs the yeah. Spurs. And that was Kawhi's championship that I, you know, my Jimmy, number three. Um, he made every single finals except for the 2019 finals. Whereas if you look at his success this year, it's obvious that he knew that. All right, I might not have the greatest year in 2019 with the Lakers, but now I'm the best team in the West. In the West is like Steph. clear cut the best division. So well, there's only two conferences. Yeah, well, <laughs> so it's West versus East, and the East is always weak. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm not even. Well, yeah, it's been it, the, the East has been weak for ten years, the whole decade. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, it's obvious. So nine out of ten uh, going to the finals. Um, that's like that's Bill Russell numbers. Even if you didn't win as much as you wanted to, so uh, LBJ 
Number one. I mean, that. sorry, Scrap, before you go. That's amazing that he made it to nine straight or nine out of ten, whatever. Nine straight and nine out of ten, right. yeah. Okay, both. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. Um, it's just, it's like KD to me. I mean, I understand him leaving originally to go to a better team. I mean, I have nothing against trying to better yourself and your career opportunities. Like, anyone in any other industry does it and they're never looked at differently or negatively like LeBron is, but... What he did in Cleveland was awesome. Going to Miami, winning two with that team, I, I think even he feels like they underachieved. And to then jump ship in Cleveland again to go to the Lakers, I mean, that's when I'm like, okay. Like, really? Come on, LeBron. Like, yeah, but he's only about bettering his career. I, I get that. Leaving I, just, a shit Cleveland team to go to Miami betters his career. I, Leaving Miami because he knew that his tenure was over there. To go back to Cleveland, to gain respect from people from Cleveland, to go win one. And he lost one while he was in Cleveland, still stuck it out and won one. And then now he said, "Enough is enough. I won one for the city of Cleveland, yeah, the city of Cleveland, the state of Ohio." And now he's where he feels like he fits at the Lakers. And like I, said, I just said, I, I don't have a problem with people trying to better themselves. And it's just, and it doesn't even rub me the wrong way. Like you're you're a free agent. You are free to do whatever you want. Like that's part of the game, and that's what makes a lot of it fun. But. Just the way... It's like KD Whoops. just jumps ship. That's fine. He just jumps ship immediately. And, like, LeBron... Like, Cleveland... He owes Cleveland nothing. He already He owes it. Cleveland everything. <laughs> not no. not now, but he owed Cleveland everything. In no, my he, eyes. He owed them nothing. Like, he gave them nothing but he, his best for, what, f- 10 years, 12 years? Oh, three to 2010, seven years. Seven years and then went back and gave another, what, four, three? Two or three, yeah. Okay, I think three. So, I think three. So call ten, ten, just ten years. Ten we'll call years, ten years of his career ten and his years life. Ten years. <laughs> okay, but just the whole thing, like people were burning his jersey and shit, and like then they took him. Like just the whole thing rubs me the wrong way. That's why I couldn't put him at number one of the decade. What he's done has been incredible, but I just I don't like LeBron the basketball player. If you want to talk about what he's done off the court and like all these. Like, literally, he's, he's like fucking Scott's tots. He's sending kids to college. He's setting up, like, different organizations to help them better themselves. And, like, that's awesome. Like, good for LeBron for that. So, like, why don't you like him? <laughs> I don't like LeBron the basketball player is what I'm saying. I don't either. But, like, I think when you're off the court, personality shines. You're on the... Like, the only thing I don't like about LeBron is the way he has his body language on the floor is always looking for calls which granted he's one of the most gifted athletes and he's always getting to the rack always you know drawing fouls he literally off the court has like you said made a school for lower income people he's never gotten arrested he's never gotten in trouble he's never cheated on his wife these things that he's a model citizen he's a model citizen and he's won three championships while doing that so that's why he's number one like i said i i like LeBron the person. I think what he's done has been incredible off the court. On the court, he's had a ton of success. I had to take a piss. Yeah, and I just, I just don't like him as a basketball player. And he continues to make me hate him more. And he, he was a rival for a long time. And as someone who doesn't care much about the NBA, that guy still makes me hate him as a basketball player. I mean, look at people outside of New England. They hate Tom Brady for the most part, except in Michigan where he went to school. Like, my friends out there all seem to like Tom Brady or have no real opinion on him, and it turned into, like, 
I would see people wearing Tom Brady jerseys out there. And you go anywhere else in the country, and it's usually, oh, like, fuck Tom Brady, fuck the Pats, fuck Boston. And that's fine. Because of all the recent success, I get it. Uh, I feel the same way. Like, when New York won all those titles in the late uh, 90s, early 2000s, I mean, and all the time, fuck the Yankees, but, like, right, Scrap? I mean, when you hate whoever who's winning all the time, like, Golden State went from, like, okay, great story, to then everyone's kind of like, all right, fuck Golden State. Like, get them out of there. Yeah, like, Draymond Green, (coughs) Steph Curry, like, all those guys really pissed me off. Yeah, so it's the same same sort of idea (coughs) to where, like, LeBron, as a rival and as a guy who's been on too many teams in too many different years, for me to make him the top athlete of the decade based on strictly on-the-court stuff. Scrap. Alright, so I had, I had LeBron as my number one, too. Yeah. We just talked about it. And I'll just flat out say it. He's been the most dominating player besides probably Brady. You could put him or Brady at number one. It's your choice. You decide. You're the people. Part of um, me... Sorry, I, I, <laughs> No, I'm done. No, I keep being a dickhead, but... <laughs> Part of me not liking LeBron, too, is I hate the way the NBA is, like, the game is played. I love college basketball, and I, I don't have a problem with actually, the sport of basketball. But the NBA pisses me off, and there's always videos of people taking, like, five steps, and they don't call travels. Like, Russell Westbrook's, like, walking in the backcourt with the ball in his hand without dribbling, and they don't call anything. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, no one pays attention. The refs are getting soft. Like, Kemba's ejection the other night was a joke, like... The whole thing is just rubbing me the wrong way altogether. So I, I'm upset about LeBron being number one for you guys. I'm, I'm a little hurt, honestly. All right, who's uh? Who oh, do we're going honorable mentions. Yeah, who do you uh, got for honorable mentions? Just name them. I put two. Okay. Uh, Mike Trout and Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, not because of what he did in the 2010s, but to come back from all those back surgeries and like spinal fusion surgery, everything like that. And to win the Masters after all, like that gap, and like what he what he did for golf in the '90s and 2000s, to then come back after all of that, the negative, like, scandal, cheating on his wife, and all the other negative things you saw about Tiger Woods and him really struggling with his personal life, to come back and win, and now be like a happy dad and everything, I think is awesome. So he's he's a dad, definite honorable. Daddy's always happy. <laughs> Uh, Mike Trout, I think his numbers speak for themselves. And uh, as Reno stated earlier, no postseason success. That's a no from me, Doug. Reno, honorable mention. Again, I could sit here for two hours and honorable mention the whole MLB, NHL, NFL. Like it, yeah, Reno, go ahead. Uh, you got Big Poppy. Just uh, pound it down one more time. I had the notes on the computer. LeBron J. Uh, yeah, but Big Poppy, honorable mention. Back to LeBron and then back to Scraps, honorable mentions. All NBA Finals except 2019. Three times, three-time NBA Final champ, three-time uh, Final MVP, All-Star every year, one-time MVP, uh, NBA First Team every year, and started the school in Akron for the the lower. Uh, Is he your greatest of all time basketball player? Nope. Is it still Michael Jordan? Yep. Okay, that's that's it. Go ahead and trap. Um. So I got Brady and Trout. And then third surprise for honorable mentions, Simone Biles. <laughs> I threw her up there. You're I, not wrong. It's I think what the Olympic people do are like fucking crazy. The flip she does, how she can just twerk her body into these fucking wild dimensions that doesn't even look realistic. Yeah, my problem with you picking so many Olympians is that they can only compete two times in the decade. Yeah, well, you gotta, you gotta. Yeah, you make it count. Yeah. And, and, but like. <laughs> That's my only and problem I with think your those picks. Ad, those you're an Olympic heavy. I didn't know you were. I, I, think, <laughs> I didn't know you were an Olympic guy. 
Describes a big Olympic guy, apparently. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah. You fucking maniac. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I guess we're going to just jump into uh, sports moments. And for those of you who are listening. Slash games. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Moments, games. We, yeah, we had trouble, same, I yeah. guess, coming. Well, no, because mine are moments, but they're doing whatever. Sports moments slash games, I guess. All of mine are moments. Theirs are games, apparently. Uh, for those of you who are listening, we will get into non-sports things soon, so bear with us. We're going to start off with Scrap. We're going to go backwards <laughs> this time. Uh, Number three, sports game slash moment of the decade. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's 2016. Cubs winning the World Series, Game 7. That was a wild game. Cubs finally broke the curse. I That Game 7 went, uh, had a rain delay. It was just... Yeah. It was a weird game, and the uh, Cubs finally did it. Cleveland blew that lead, so that was just—I was happy for the Cubs, and that was just—that was just a really cool sports moment. That game ended at like two thirty, yeah, three o'clock in the morning. Up for the yeah, Pepper and I were at Davenport. <laughs> we were doing our uh, bits project together, and then like, all right, we got to go back and watch this game. So, all right, Reno, number three. Um, Malcolm Butler, yeah. Super Bowl interception on the goal line. Um. I don't care. You could try to rebuttal me. Uh, crazy, <laughs> I dare you to rebuttal me. <laughs> craziest non-call to run the ball. I don't know what if it was first, second, or third and goal. I think it was second and goal because Dante Hightower stopped him on the goal line. So I think it was second and goal. So they had, you know, two or three, well, th- three plays to get into the end zone. They throw the ball. Uh, mention this guy had no business being on the field. And he literally just stepped up, picked it off. It was the one play that the reason why they put him in the situation was that he knew what was going on there, like what the uh, you know what the design for Seattle when they lined up was, and that's why the if you watch the the sound bites from that game, they go Malcolm, Malcolm, Malcolm coming to the game right now because he in practice practice jumping that route. Yeah, uh, craziest shit I ever saw. Well, not craziest shit. <laughs> no, one just of the, number three. One of the craziest shit. <laughs> yeah, they um they went underneath uh, Brandon Browner, who uh, fun fact is in jail currently. So that's good. Another Patriot who went to jail. At least Brandon Browner's alive, so that's different. But uh, yeah, I mean that's that's a good moment that I kind of overlooked. Uh, and Malcolm Butler, yeah, undrafted rookie free agent out of I think Southern Miss. Yeah, Southern Miss, Southern Alabama, one of those. Yeah. No, it was, it was uh, Southern Alabama. <laughs> was it? Okay. Yeah, it was, it was Bama. All right. Well, Southern, Southern Bama. Southern Bama, yeah. Not, not an undrafted rookie out of Bama. Southern Bama. Uh, my number three, again, minor all moments, the Odell Beckham Jr. catch over Brandon Carr. Forgot about that one. Yeah, I, I, I think that, that one. transcended OBJ's career entirely. And he, now it's going downhill very fast. Uh, I think he... <laughs> He's tough. I mean, he's been injured late in the season the last, well, not this past year, but the year prior. Uh, I want to say he's slightly overrated because of the catch, but I, but then you look at the numbers and he's kind of not. It's tough because the league has evolved so much and it's become more of a passing game than ever. So every rookie receiver or early year receiver that's good has inflated numbers compared to their predecessors. But... I don't know. I think it just the amount of like T-shirts and shit sold, and like people who jumped on the OBJ bandwagon after that catch was incredible, and rightfully so. That catch was absolutely nuts. Pro- I mean, still stands to me as the best catch I've ever seen, and one catch that goes 
kind of under the radar to me is, I don't know if you guys remember, but Gronk had one. Running across his body in the middle of the field. I think it was against Denver, I want to say. Yeah, it was Denver. Uh, left hand, behind his body, reached out one hand and pulls it in. I was like, Three dudes on him. Yeah, I was like, how the hell did he catch that? Like, <laughs> It was so fast, though. Like, OBJ, the ball was in the air for like three seconds. It was a bullet pass to Gronk, and he just stuck his arm out and somehow, like, his bionic arm and just reeled it in. It was nuts. Uh, so, OBJ, number three for me. Number two uh, was a moment and a game, really. was was... Uh, the Miracle in Minneapolis. Yeah. Good one. When Stefan Diggs took the last play of the game for a touchdown over the Saints. Swaggiest bat flip, <laughs> helmet toss, whatever yeah. you want to throw it in. That, that, that was nuts. And that game itself was back and forth the whole time. The Saints scored right before that to seemingly win the game. And I think it was P.J. Williams was the safety for the Saints who made one of the worst attempts at a tackle I've ever seen in my life. Like, he easily should have been wrapped up. Make Kirk Cousins beat you and not Stephon Diggs. Like, it's just the whole thing was crazy. So, to me, that game stuck out in my mind as my number two. Uh, not much else to say about it. Reno, number two. Number two for me. Um, uh, correction, Malcolm Butler. Not South Alabama. West Alabama. <laughs> so, that's my fault. We can't get our directions right. Nope. Um, I got 28-3. Super Bowl. Was that 51? 51. Yeah, 51. 51. 51. Um, just nuts. Like, what the fuck was happening, dude? Like, you're... Like, the Brady pick six in the first half. Just, you hate to see it. You're so down on yourselves. And then... It happens. It, it all happened, like, within your eyes. And as you're, like, sitting there... I remember specifically I'm sitting there with my friends at my old apartment and I just go, like, we have to be perfect. Like, we have to make every perfect play. And, like, they weren't perfect, but, like, we have to get these these first downs. We have to make sure they punt. We have to for- force a turnover. And literally all that happened. Uh, you had a Dante Hightower strip sack to set up. Um, just, like, nuts, dude. It, it was, like... I couldn't believe it. Like we should have lost that game, and between Malcolm Butler picking—that's why it's three-two for me. Malcolm Butler picking off that INT and like the Edelman catch. Everything I just said. Um, we literally should only have four Super Bowls. We should not have six. Like it's a fact. The first three that we won, clear cut. We should have won those games. Um, the Malcolm Butler shouldn't have won. Twenty-eight to three shouldn't have won. Um, Rams, if they just showed up with their offense, probably shouldn't have won. So Tom Brady probably doesn't have three Super Bowls in this decade if it isn't for, like, the madness that went on in these Super Bowls. So that's what I got for number two right there. (laughs) All right, my number two, you want to talk about one of the baddest dudes in the game, maybe one of the baddest shots in NBA Game 7 Finals history? Kyrie Irving over Steph Curry seals the deal for the Cavs. One of the baddest shots in the history of the NBA. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. Um, I think that's a good transition back over to me. I actually had that as number one. Really? Um, okay. It was such like it was such an emotional ride for Cleveland um, trying to get that title. At Golden State. Too. At Golden State, down 3-1. Uh, just trying to do the thing and win a title, LeBron for Cleveland. You had Kyrie, but 
you knew LeBron was the number one guy there. Um, that's my number one. That shot was legit. Uh, you had the block by LeBron on Iggy yeah, Dalla. Okay. It was an electric game seven. Uh, and I just it I love to see that Golden State you know team just fall apart right. Well, they didn't fall apart. I shouldn't say that, but like you know the collapse in that game seven where they could have just finished it off and they didn't. Uh, game seven, 2016. Uh, NBA Finals, craziest, craziest game slash sports moment in my eyes of the decade. Yeah, you know, as someone who doesn't like, I keep having to say I don't follow the NBA. I don't care for it. It didn't come to my mind, but I, I can't really disagree per se for a game or sort of moment series, whatever you want to call it. Number one sports moment for me, Beastquake. That two, was awesome. Two thousand eleven. The seven and nine Seahawks are on the road against the New Orleans Saints, heavy favorites. And who else but Marshawn Lynch throws eight defenders off of him and does a nice hold my dick jumping into the end zone. And they go on, win the game. I don't think they won the next game. But that sort of... Marshawn Lynch has always been a clown. Like, you have the video of him with the medical cart, at uh, Cal, driving around, like, bumping into people, like... Uh, he was always a character. Then he went to Buffalo and wasn't really allowed to be him and then ends up in Seattle via trade or free agency. I, I couldn't tell you, but the guy came back in his own. Beastquake happened, and it was just so cool, and he it kind of made Marshawn Lynch and, like, the whole, uh, you, yeah, you know why I'm here. Like, I'm only here so I don't get fined. Like, that's the Marshawn Lynch we all know, and I, I think a big part of that was Beastquake. We're gonna move on to uh, honorable Wait, I mentions. Gotta, I gotta do my number. Uh, I gotta. Do, I gotta do my what? number one. <laughs> Why didn't you go twice in a row? I was peeing. <laughs> I think I jumped the gun. That was probably <laughs> my fault. All right, we're good. All right. My number one. Throwing it back to 2013 Iron Bowl. Auburn Ooh, returns the okay. field goal. Yeah, yeah. Damn, my baby. Yeah. <laughs> That should be that should be in the question. Yeah, that was that was, that actually, was, that was really good. Wild scrap. That's a good pick. Yep. Yeah, scrap. <laughs> you gained my respect back. Yeah, there are, see, there are just so many moments throughout all of sports that can just jump into this. Mm. Like, I don't think any of us can argue with one our pick and be like, that moment sucked. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, it's all like, oh, I forgot about that. It was unreal. Uh, go ahead, scrap. You can go. We'll go left to right then. Honorable mention. Um. So I have 2019. Uh, Rams at Saints when they didn't throw the flag. That's going to go down. That's yeah. just one of the craziest non-calls, whatever you want to call it. They made just a new games. rule yeah, because of that. Yeah, they literally made a new rule. Um, and then 2016, Villanova game-winning shot. Uh, I was just about to say, dude, <laughs> honorable mention for myself, Villanova hitting that. Dude, do you remember the dude? That, I mean, I don't know who the dude is, but the person that pressed the button on the friggin' like, fireworks <laughs> confetti when that shot hit. Because, like, there was a solid, you know, half second, full second in between when he released it and when the buzzer went off. So, like, this dude is so fired <laughs> if he, like, lets off these fireworks and, you know, it's not fireworks. We were inside. It was confetti. But lets, <laughs> off, this co- lets off these conf- this confetti go and they didn't. You know, and it goes to overtime. Like, what the hell? This guy loses his job. Honorable yeah, mention uh, nuts. Uh, I have three. I got uh, Max Scherzer, 20 strikeout game. Yep. Uh, scrap talk about it. I have the Cubs breaking the curse. That moment of them breaking their, what, 108? Eight. Yeah, That's what I yeah. Uh, and then I had Tiger Woods win the Masters. I think that, yeah, I like that, one. that moment itself, I mean, 
you could just see the raw emotion from him and like just pure joy of like being able to come back from everything he overcame and really I mean win on golf's biggest stage I think was really cool I, I don't think many people listening to this are big golf fans but that's just for me alright next topic I struggled with <laughs> A lot of the music I listen to is pre-2010, so I I don't even necessarily agree with myself on these, and I have no honorable mentions because I could barely come up with three. Start with number three. We're doing albums, by the way. I didn't, I didn't name what we were doing. Uh, albums of the 2010s. So, for me, number three, I had uh, Kanye West's Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I had that on my honorable mentions. Yeah, I just... <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> I absolutely think it was. I had to Google top albums of the decade, and that came up in the top five, and I knew a few songs from there, so I said, fuck it, that's my number three. Good album, overrated. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a top... F- <laughs> I was just saying, I don't think it's a top five album of the decade, but I just said it was top three, so that's... Who am I? Yeah. <laughs> no, I... Like I said, I struggled with this one. I really did. Like, I, I listen to, like... I listen to a lot of Rise Against. Uh, so, you know what? No. Crazy Kanye Benjamin. The... No, not really. <laughs> but, I mean, sort of. Along those lines. But, I mean, I like to listen to 80s, 70s. Like, that's... They they released in the 70s. Like, what, what do you want me to do? Uh, so, Kanye's off the board. I will go number... Three. I'm going right, to do a quick swap. Whoa. Number three is now Revival by Eminem. Okay. I actually did like that. Yep. I, I, I liked a lot of songs in there. I'm a big Eminem fan. Not as big as a lot of other people, but I do great, enjoy his music. Great timing. Eminem just dropped an album today. Actually, <laughs> I, I listened to a couple songs. I, I heard it. Time, I heard the whole thing. I heard it was terrible, to be I, honest with you. Yeah. I listened to three songs. Didn't really like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> time to hang it up, buddy. Yeah. Uh, I do like the surprise drop, though. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that. I, I love that. I love the surprise <laughs> drop albums. Those are my favorite. I have not listened to Mac Miller yet. His new album that came out. Yeah. It's... I'm not a big fan of uh, post-death albums. I'm not either. I hope this is the only one. Like, I hope that he, or his family, his estate, whatever the legal term might be, is done releasing Mac Miller-related music. Because, like, let, let him be dead. You know? like Yeah. He has it, no say into it. It's so. unfortunate. Just let, let him die. Like, it, it's it's too bad, but that's how I feel about it. So, Revival Eminem. Uh, a few songs I use at the gym. I, I'm... I mean, just that's what it is. I like I said, my it's personal majority of my music is seventies, eighties, nineties. I mean, even some early two thousands. But Reno number three. Um, when I say this album, I'm gonna pause, and I want <laughs> both of you to either give me okay the artist that made this album because I, I know I I mean I know you don't know, <laughs> so I'll go you first when I say it, and you can just say no immediately because you don't my crazy life. I'm assuming if I had to guess, I'm gonna say it's either J Cole, okay, or uh, fuck, what's his? <laughs> I can't even think of his name. He's like a top rapper. I can't. I can't even think of his name. Uh, no, you can't think of the name. Scrap. Who's it by? So I think this is wrong. Kendrick but... Lamar was the guy I was thinking. No, it's not okay. Kendrick. It's not either of the two. I think this is wrong, but I want to say the game. Nope. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> this is why I put it on. This is why it's. Uh, this is why you know. All these categories are personal. Um, Gambino? Nope. Okay. YG. Oh. YG is my favorite. Dude, I'm so white, but like, and this guy is so like hood and everything, and this is like not relates to me, but YG is my, one of my, 
I can't say my favorite because I, I I fuck with J Cole heavy. I, <laughs> yeah. You know Eminem, uh, Drake. You go through the list of these top guys. Like I I love them, but uh, YG with my crazy life. I friend to cover. I could listen to that. You know when you get old from the you, the music the music you listen to, you're like ah this shit's getting old on me. I can listen to YG's My Crazy Life front to back five times a day. Like yeah. it's crazy, and uh, that's it dropped I think 2014, and I was a senior in high school, and I'd been just getting hip to YG in like 2012 because I, I I came onto the rap scene a little bit late. Uh, I wasn't a big rap fan until like I mean I you know I I messed around with that Eminem Jay Z you know early. You know, oh, late, 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 Kanye, <laughs> late, late yeah, exactly, late two thousand or uh, you know, late two thousands, early twenty tens. But uh, as gangster as it is, dude, that album spoke to me. So was YG the shit you were playing on the senior trip? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I hated and and my, and uh, just for everyone to know that you, if you don't know why his name is YG, it stands for Young Gangster. And I've literally <laughs> I, never, I've never been arrested. I've never really gotten in trouble. So like. I mean, it's just, it's a personal thing. I think YG's great. If you haven't listened to YG before, um, just know you're getting into a little bit of a gangster rap, but uh, he's great. All right, my number three, F is for Wheezy. <laughs> <laughs> the Carter 4 and the Carter 5, those albums were sick. Um, I was, I'm a big fan of Lil Wayne. You can either fuck to that music, you can listen to it at the gym, <laughs> you can listen to it when you're just, just vibing, when you're vibing in the car, whatever you want to do, you can play that shit. The Carter 4 and the Carter 5 were really good uh, albums that he dropped. So. so for your top three albums, you just named two albums for one spot? Yeah, I, I really, I liked both of them, I thought they were really good. The so. put- <laughs> One's gonna be an honorable. Eh, yeah, we won't say. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get, you got it. You get the gist. <laughs> Number two. Me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Um, 2019 Astro World, baby. I love what um. <laughs> Mr. <What>? Scott. <laughs> yeah, I'm right, just playing. My, my I love, <laughs> I love what Travis Scott has done. Um, I one of his, hate Travis. one of his, it's lit at the night show. It's so. Um, bad. one of his early, um, like earliest uh, videos that he showed, he literally had six people. At I was his gonna concert. say that, yeah. What shout out to him for like <laughs> riding all fucking yeah, all he day. Rode that through, um, and now he literally opened up a theme park that was closed forever. Opened that up and has on a shit ton of stuff for um the city of houston so not just for his music i really like what he uh has also done kind of in the community too yeah i i i agree like solid out like more than solid album i just Mm -hmm. it's tough for me to put you know a guy that's kind of i don't even know what i want (laughs) to say here i kind of lost my train of thought but like i just it just wouldn't make my top three list um good not great yeah no, no i wouldn't even say that like great album but like I'm okay, not, great not to all right, I'll say this is what I meant. I'm not a big fan of like the whole like you know, like drug like trap music type of like era we're in right now. Like I miss the two early 2000s mid to late 2000s as I said uh albums where it was just like pure like even if you were a gangster like get rich or die trying like it wasn't like kind of like like I I like the like how you like, you know, almost trademarked like the it's lit but it just wouldn't make it for me um number two talk about you can fall asleep 
You can bump it in your car. You can bang a chick. You can do whatever the hell you want to this album. 2014 Forest Hills Drive oh. by J. Cole. Okay, yeah. Absolute yeah. classic. You got sad songs. I don't even, I, I don't even got to keep going. But uh, just some of the... Like, when that came out, that was so ahead so of wet, it. Wet Dreams yeah. is on there, Wet right? Dreams, yes. yeah. Fire Squad. Fire Squad. Oh, great, God. great, great is album. No Role Models, too? No Role yeah. Models. Yeah, okay. See, yeah. I know. I know J. Cole. Yeah. Um, but I said J. Cole. And J. Cole is, like, <laughs> yeah, okay. he's true to his word, man. He yeah. he rides for what he believes in. I fuck with J. Cole. so yeah, dude. Um, I, it's, you know... I don't know why it wouldn't make everyone else's best <laughs> albums, but that's why we have all, all our own opinions, so... Uh, you know, I, I actually did like some of the songs on the album, so you, you proved me wrong already. Uh, my number two, you can guarantee, I can guarantee you guys that you don't know it at all, uh, was the, this might be cheating too, but the Ghost Note Symphonies by Rise Against. Uh, it was a strictly acoustic album of songs they previously released. It came yeah. out in 2018. Was that like Savior? And yeah, Savior was on movie. there. They uh, they did Audience of One, like yep. the Angel. They did um, the Violence. So a lot of songs that are pretty popular in other albums that released prior to the 2010s. So that's why I'd say it might be cheating. But for me, I, I, that's what I spend a lot of time listening to. I like a lot of acu- uh, acus- acoustic, acoustic music, and I just continue to listen to it time and time again. And I, I think it is that your one. For a song that's, or not a song, but a group that's more hardcore than what most of our listeners listen to, uh, I'd, I'd say give it a chance because he has a really good voice and the acoustic versions of the songs are phenomenal. And really slow it down and kind of let you hear the story behind them. Uh, that was really soft. So, <laughs> number one album for me was actually This One's For You by Luke Combs. Uh, oh, I like, yeah. Mainly because I think Luke Combs is phenomenal. And he came the, out of nowhere. Exactly. Too. And a lot of these songs that are popular on the radio came from this album. Uh, Hurricane. Houston, We Got a Problem. Yeah. And uh, there's two others. I, I can't think of the name right now. I'm kind of drunk. <laughs> but. Uh, oh, uh, Beautiful Crazy. Yeah. That's on there. So there's a, there's a few like radio hits that are on that album. So for me, I wanted to touch on every sort of genre that I listen to at least somewhat. So. I had country, I had rap, and I had, uh, I guess, acoustic rock. So, I, I hit all the threes that I listened to. Reno, who's your number one? Number one. I can't wait to hear this. My, I'm, uh, I'm my, I don't know who it is. No, you do. My boy Drake, Drake himself. <laughs> um, clear cut, 2011, best decade album. I don't care if you're a rap fan. You got to put it up there. Um, take care. Um, I know RJ probably has little to nothing to say about this because he probably doesn't. I just don't like Drake that much. I, I think Drake's a little bitch. I think because, to be honest with you, when I went back on the album, I don't know if it was six months ago or a couple years ago. Um, it's best I ever had on there. No, that was, what, uh, was so that? that was so far gone. It was like two thousand eight. Yeah, but that okay. that's when he started getting hot. Was that? So that far was, gone, best I ever had. Yeah, yeah. Error right there, and people were like, "All right, who the hell is this guy?" <laughs> Then he came out and just, you know, nailed it with this album. Because it was, it was kind of the make or break. Not like make or break. He was already going to do his thing. But, like, just, like, we need to see what you're actually about 
album. Um, Dude, so, all the fifteen-year-olds knew who Drake so, was at the time. Yeah, all the fifteen-year-old gales. The grassy. Uh, you, you got, you got, you got. Take care, featuring Rihanna. Slow song, okay. but just absolutely murders it. Marvin's room headlines. Crew love. Ooh. Crew love. Banger, dude. With, with the weekend, put the weekend on with that song. That's how the weekend started becoming himself. I feel like I'm at the sixth grade dance right now. Yeah, make me pr- <laughs> make me proud with Nicki Minaj. Lord knows with Rick Ross, great track. Um, hell yeah, fucking right. Absolute <laughs> yeah, okay, classic with Lil Wayne. The ride. Uh, if you haven't heard the ride, give it a listen on your way home tonight. Um, and then you know a couple of over my dead body and. Uh, Shot for me, uh, just absolute classic album. I I can't say more than just a classic. Oh, the motto's on there. The motto's on there. Why is that? <laughs> it says deluxe version here, but the motto it says is Hold on, on there. bonus tracks. Yep, bonus yeah. tracks. Yeah, okay. The motto. Yeah. Yep, the motto. That was. I knew I recognized and, that album and ta- from somewhere. That's where. Talking about making a dude, um, like the weekend on uh, Crew Love. He, I mean, Tyga had already signed the label with uh you know Nicki minaj and uh <laughs> little wayne and all them in the young money but he put tyga on with that song the motto he like people wouldn't have really known who he was if drake didn't put him on i mean i'm sure he would have done his thing but uh classic classic album that can't be not put in there um, so I'm going to follow Scrap, up. sorry, before oh, Scrap no, goes, no. we might have a guest appearance from uh, my dog Fenway. He's whining outside the door. He might want to lay behind us. If we had a camera, I think we'd get a lot more viewers because he's adorable. But just if you hear a dog, that's why. Scrap, go ahead. Uh, so I'm going to follow up Reen with his two, and I had that as my number one. Uh, Forest Hills Drive, J. Okay. Cole, I think. Classic. That was such know a what good it is, album. I can agree with you yeah, guys. That's a good yeah. album. Even if you're so, not a rap yeah. fan, you listen to that, you're like, wow, that's just so well many put bands. Yeah, that, I do that's like wrong. J. Cole, I think, as a dude, too. He's yeah. just a good guy. Good guy, um, J. Cole. So, honorable mentions? Is that honorable mentions? I have none. Well, Scott, you can talk more about All right. Forest um, Hills. No, I just, I'm going to go throw a couple honorable mentions. I got Mac Miller swimming. Thought that album was awesome. Solid. Uh, Drake, Take Care, Thank Me Later. Solid. Uh, Rolling Papers, Wiz Khalifa. Solid. Nipsey I think Hussle. Wiz Khalifa's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I, I, to that point, I forgot that Rolling Papers yeah, was in the, this decade. One yeah. and two. Well, one's clear-cut way yeah, better yeah, yeah, than yeah, two, yeah. but yeah. Um, Nipsey Hustle, Victory Lab 2018. Solid. Um, and then for the country fans, I have... Thomas Rhett had a couple good albums. Ah, Luke, fuck that. <laughs> Luke Bryan and Luke Shut Holmes. Fuck. So those yeah, I, uh, Luke Bryan, the one with um, what the? F- I forget his albums, but he had a he had a, like drunk on you was on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I looked that up. I was like, uh, if um, <laughs> drink a beer was on there, yeah. some of his other hits. Play it again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I would have been like, okay, that makes it in mind. But like Luke Bryan, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that guy just rubbed me the wrong way for whatever reason. And uh, my honorable mentions is that every good rap album I listened to was from like 2006 to 2010. And that's a common theme. Like a lot of good shit happened in, then, uh, in that time frame. And it might have been because we were like 9 to 13 years old. But damn, if I didn't love Graduation by Kanye West. <laughs> that doesn't make the cut because it's not in the 2010 decade. But I thought that album was phenomenal. But Solid. Anyway... Moving on to uh, TV, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll make this one quick. Yeah, this is very yeah. quick because all the yeah. TV shows again, and I want. So I made the rule that it had to be in that actual decade, start to finish. So any sh- like The Office, uh, 
Breaking Bad, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is still running. Kudos to them. I love that show. But there's so much that didn't really fit the bill of, or fit the mold of 2010 to 2019. So I have one show, Game of Thrones, was the only show I wanted to talk about. And it's a shame because the last season was fucking garbage. It was, and not because of the actors. It had everything to do with the piece of shit writers, uh, D.B. Wise and uh, David Benioff, and they keep getting fired from new projects before they air, or before they even begin production, and it's fucking phenomenal, because they made so much damn money from Game of Thrones. HBO was like, hey, I want this to run 11 or 12 seasons, and they said, no, we're going to wrap this up now, and they wrote the ending in six episodes when every, like the uh, last season before that, I think had 10 or 11 episodes. And that was like the shortest one of the series up until then, if I remember correctly. So the whole thing is just awful for such a dynamic show and really a show that kind of transcended TV for a while. To end that poorly sucks and rubs everyone the wrong way and kind of leaves a sour taste in everyone's mouth about Game of Thrones. But I still think it's the top show of the decade. I, I really do. And if you can look past the flaws of the eighth season, even the seventh season as well, one through six were great. Seven was like a six out of ten, and then eight was like a three out of ten. Game of Thrones still stands alone for me. Marino? All right, so you literally just said we can only do TV shows that started and ended in the decade. That's what I said before. Otherwise, I had like a yeah, hundred shows yeah, yeah, I wanted to talk yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to totally break the rules. I'm going to go, and I'm going to break the rules twice. Um, two of my three aren't in the decade. They didn't start at the beginning of the decade. Um, I know that we called that earlier, but I am i don't watch TV or movies like that. Uh, I did I did it in the, the 2000s. It was just a better era for me to watch movies and TV, personally, between, you know, yeah, SpongeBob, Pineapple. Like if we're going, <laughs> if, if, if we're going TV, mo- like next one's movies, TV, movies, uh, SpongeBob, Pineapple Express, Super Bad. Just like cannot go through like enough. Step Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like hey, all. I'm saying, 2006, 2010 was so good. Yeah, for it, movies, TV. Like it's just so it's, good for everything. It sucks, but um. So I'm gonna break the rule. Uh, and our day only did uh. One, I'm gonna do three, and if we I follow the rules, only one would have actually, you know, made sense. Uh, number three, started in 2001, ended in 18. Uh, trailer Park Boys, uh, just absolute. <laughs> started in 2001. Yeah, oh dude, absolute God. fucking classic, dude. Makes you feel greasy after watching it for like three episodes. That's why. I, that's why I like it so much. Um, another one obvious that didn't start in the 2000s decade, South Park. Um, but I will say my rebuttal is the episodes that are coming out more recently are so one relevant and so fucking funny yep. that it's just out of control. Like it's got to be on the list. Um, like I'm, and I'll say this personally: I fucking hated South Park. Absolutely hated South Park. And then my boy put me on recently as to how relevant everything was. So it just made so much sense to me. And then number one, in this decade, Rick and Morty. (laughs) Clear cut. 
Rick and Morty fucking no. sucks. Oh, get the fuck out <laughs> of here. Rick and Morty is no. garbage. Get out of your own house, I, buddy. I'm not intelligent enough to understand Rick that and Morty. That should be like negative one. <laughs> well, Scrap actually is an intelligent Dude, Rick and, Mor- Rick and Morty is so... <laughs> funny dude that <laughs> shit's hilarious and i like cartoons i think I feel like you're gonna get absolutely stoned to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> no no com- no comment but anyway the fifth on that one. i'm trying to pass a couple drug tests get a job but uh, no comment but rick and morty is just so funny they whoever made that show one is just a twisted individual but like it's just such a great show like you can literally just watch a whole season and sit there like at first when i got put onto it my buddy showed me and i literally almost had to walk out of the like the room <laughs> i was like what is this and then like a couple months later i watched it and i was like wow that makes so much sense like this keeps me on my friggin my toes like this shit's so funny but those are my three i watched the first season and thought it was the dumbest thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> I, I laughed maybe three times in that whole first season what uh what season's pickle rick is if you didn't laugh <laughs> at that episode that shit's so funny I couldn't tell you. I, I do you know? Do you know? I, yeah, I, I, I don't like. I watch it in my free time. Like I said, I'm not a big movie or TV guy. I'll be a lot better on the movies. I have some good movies lined up for the next one, but uh, just yeah, dude, Rick and Morty's so funny to me. I don't know. It's it's corny as hell, but it's great show. Again, Rito completely cheated on the TV section because. <laughs> well, I made this list a, a couple weeks ago, and tonight we called it. It had to be in the start to end in the 20 2010s decade well i can go on the fly if you want to change the rules no we we got plenty of topics to talk. probably still number one it's definitely top three but whatever go ahead scrap all right tv no- just go your tv because yep. i'm done with tv number three workaholics number Ooh, forgot number workaholics th- I, I i don't know i'd laugh hysterically I've, sometimes other yeah. times i'd be like this is the fucking worst <laughs> thing i've ever seen in my life Number two, broke the rules for it, but I'm going to count it because it aired December 3rd, 2009, and it pretty much ran through the uh, 2010 and on. Jersey Shore, the best show. Classic, classic, good hit, Scrap, good (laughs) hits. Number one, very underrated show. I can't keep my composure after Jersey Shore. (laughs) I agree with you 100%. That that shit's classic. That was absolutely... Cavs are here. Cavs are here. Like, that was a hundred percent mind blowing. The duck stupidity. <laughs> like Mike bashing his head. Uh, we're, all right, we have a whole Jersey Shore episode coming up soon because we need to dive into that shit. But all right, um, yeah, number one. Number right. one, very underrated show. Feel like a lot of people don't know about it or and should get into it. One because it takes place in Boston, kid. And number two, Kevin Bacon's in it. Uh, City on a Hill. It's a really messed up show takes uh it's all about crime in boston about this informant who has this deal with uh one of the boston pds it's a really good show if you haven't watched it watch it it's one season right now it's on demand and they're coming out with the second season sometime in the summer i believe so watch you put it. your number one show of the decade for a show that has one season and it's that good that's fucking <laughs> outrageous <laughs> Yep. That is that is the most dumb deep thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, I guess I'll start with movies because Reno went to pee again. Uh, I don't watch a ton of movies, truth be told. I, I'm more of a TV guy, and unfortunately my TV choices all started before 2010. Some of them are still airing, some aren't, but 
the rule I made made it in, uh, ineligible for my rankings. So, I'm going to rank Marvel movies because those are the movies I watch. I'm a, I'm a huge Marvel nerd these days. I'm going to start with number three. Uh, I went, The Avengers Endgame was number three. I went through the list. I honestly have uh, shout out to uh, Mackenzie Davis, my girlfriend. We, when she was here, we had our own little Mar- uh, Marvel marathon. Oh, okay. And I'm um, continuing on. She she went back to Michigan, which is unfortunate, but I decided to continue on my own. And I'm just finished Infinity War again. Uh, we'll get into that later. But for me, Endgame, I watched on a plane on my way to Michigan, I believe. And I had to come home and on demand it again because I didn't get to watch the whole thing. But I think Endgame had everything for me. Uh, good battle scenes. I mean, really good battle scenes. A lot of heartbreak. And just, like, a different sort of feel to an Avengers movie. Or just a Marvel movie in general. Like, Marvel follows a very similar plotline with every movie they make. And Endgame, I felt like, kind of shifted away from that just a bit. And just enough to make my top three. So, Reno, number three movie. I said I'm doing Marvel. You guys are doing your own thing. So it's coming to me later after the fact. But um, not to go back. I'll make a quick uh, TV show, Stranger Things. That's on my honorable mention. I should. Yeah, but it's still airing. It's, it's still, still airing. The rules. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did <laughs> season th- four. They just started filming. It'll be out probably. If yeah, I had to guess, I'd say rules. November 2020, maybe even like January 2021. Solid TV show. Very Anyways. Huge fan. That would have made my top three, but breaking the rules. Best movie? Mm-hmm. Number three. Not best movie. <laughs> Number three, best movie. 21 Jump Street. <laughs> yeah. That is a classic <laughs> movie. Yeah. That is I'll a funny that. movie. Uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Jonah uh, Hill. Jonah Hill and then... Um, what's Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Just, and Ice Cube, right? Just, yeah, Ice Cube. just a very good-looking dude and a very non-looking... <laughs> Yeah, no, Jonah, no, I'm looking Jonah good, Hill's dude. the good-looking dude, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, just classic. If you haven't seen it, go see it. If you have seen it, you know why it's on the list. <laughs> Scrap, did Moneyball make your list? Nope. Okay. Uh, I just thought of Moneyball because Jonah Hill. Moneyball is a pretty good movie. Yeah, but, yeah I actually um, bought the Moneyball book because I heard that, you know, books are better than movies or whatever. <laughs> Fuck that. That's, that is the worst take in the history of takes. Movies Dude, are way better than books. Harry, I mean, I haven't read any Harry Potters, but I've literally met multiple people that literally binge read Harry Potter books that are like 700 pages, spent like a couple months of their lives <laughs> reading the seven Harry Potter yeah. books because they're so much better. I read Harry Potter when I was seven, and I have not seen a single Harry Potter movie. I would still... <laughs> read harry potter to this day i i would just so much rather watch two, I actually, a like, two hour movie than read a fucking book for a month of my life i actually love the harry potter movies oh that's, harry, that's harry, fine harry I, potter, I, I, I wish i wish harry potter started in 2010 because that would <laughs> that'd be my number one harry potter wait movies. are you telling me a single harry potter movie did not come out in the last 10 years but it didn't start and it doesn't have to i mean that's a single movie though yeah, that's all right. True. Like that's the true. Marvel movie started. In, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. But in, in my eyes, the Harry <laughs> Potter, the Harry Potter, like the first couple, uh, Chamber of Secrets, uh, Sorcerer's Stone, Sorcerer Stone um, those, are, yeah, Prison of Azkaban, those are the best ones in my. So I think eyes. those are the two or three books, the three we just named. I've read those books when I was like seven or eight years old. My mom hated it because like we'd read them together, <laughs> and I just never caught on to the movies. Like I, but I'd much rather watch the movie. Like 
All right, so so my number three. <laughs> yeah, crap shut me down real quick. <laughs> so my number three is a book. I guess it's a really good read. Um, it's is a, it also a movie? Yeah. Okay. No, but it's a it's a good, it's a really good movie. No, and but this is movies, not books. Yeah. No. I'm okay. Just all right. Yeah, we'll yeah. say it's a book. I, I was so, wondering but, the same thing. Right, yeah. Like, <laughs> come on. All right. Dude, so I'm so crushing in, claws like yeah, a champion. Yeah, we're, we're doing work out here. So in 2013, Lone Survivor came out. I absolutely love that movie. One of my teachers on Bridgeton got me hooked on it. I love the whole like backdrop of that story. If you don't know that, is that story, with, like the four guys? Uh, yeah, like a, six, like there's six unit? guys, yeah. Okay. And no, they go yeah. out, and they basically go out and, like, do this, try and kill this guy, like, yeah. the head leader for, um, the for the oh, Taliban, yeah. and they ended up getting fucked on a mount, like, pretty much up on a mountain, and... <laughs> like, screwed fucked, or, like, actually getting fucked? Because I haven't seen it. No, I need to know. Yeah, screwed they got oh, fucked right. on a mountain. All right, like, well, it's six, like, six military guys, they go in to, like, kill... Kill this like this one dude who was basically the head of the Taliban. Spoiler alert! And, well, sorry. Go watch it. It's <laughs> well, good. I might. And so, and they're on a mount, like up on a mountain, like scoping it all out. And then basically, they get seen by the Taliban. And there's like two, literally two hundred Taliban on six guys, and only one of them makes it out. So it's a really good story. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I'm just laughing. So they actually don't get fucked. They get screwed. Not fucked. You just, you just said, like, what, six Taliban guys on one dude? Like, it just sounds like a gangbang. Uh, I know. Well, I, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Scrap. I mean, I've heard good... Now that you mention it, you said 2013 or 14? Yeah, 2013. Yeah, I remember it, like, being a big deal, and yeah. I just never saw it, but... I'm sorry. That <laughs> I probably did a really bad fucked, job explaining. And then you, just the way you kept, kept like <laughs> yeah. talking broke, about it. Broke back mountain. <laughs> it just you just made it sound way worse than it is. You made right. you made it sexual and it's not all right. at all. My number two. Maybe the least sexual movie in the 2010s. <laughs> yeah. uh, my number two, 2015 Creed. I fucking love that movie. Um, okay. I just I think it's a really good movie. I'm a big fan of Michael B. Jordan too. So. Yeah, Michael Creed. B. Jordan's really yeah. good. He's and I really love that, like, Rocky Balboa and kind of you go into that kind of next shift, so. Well, Friday Night Lights, Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> last ad, the East Dillon. Is he really the one in that movie? Yeah. No, no, the TV show. T- Not the movie. He's yeah. in the TV show? Yeah. yeah. Well, I haven't even seen the movie. I've seen the TV show, but fuck, I didn't <laughs> he's, realize he's Michael yeah, B. Jordan. He's, he's yeah. the quarterback of the East Dillon yeah. Lions. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, Dillon Panthers, right? Yeah. And then he's right. Di- he, whatever the... I thought it was the East Dillon Lions and the Dillon Panthers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so he's the quarterback of the East Dillon Lions once the coach moves on to, to a different uh, team. Different high Matt team. something? Saracen. Matt yeah. Saracen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he and uh, Julie, coach's daughter. Was that in 2010? No. No, no I didn't think like, so. That I ended it, so. I want to say, like, 2014. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't think because so. Because you got uh, Landry, the tight end. The goofy-looking fucker. The white yeah. guy? Yeah. They're all white for the most part. Well, the white guy with long hair? No. No, that's Riggins. Riggins, right, right, No, right. we're talking about Landry. I, the, yeah. the ginger tight end who's good friends with Saracen. Oh, right, right, right. Who doesn't really... He, he ends up dating Tyra. The, the, the blonde bombshell. He's been in a couple movies. Yeah, he's in the new Breaking Bad yeah. movie. Which, ooh, ooh, that counts as a movie, I think. But that's not on my list. Uh, two? Read on number two. <laughs> Forgot where we were. I got excited about Breaking Bad real quick. Um... I think you guys might disagree, but like I said, I'm not the biggest movie or TV guy. There's a good chance I haven't seen it, so I can't disagree. It's recent. Good Sandler. Uh, <laughs> uncut Gems. Dude. Oh, haven't seen it. 
I don't know if it was the homer and me with uh, Kevin Garnett and uh, Sandler, but like, dude, and especially where this is like technically, I mean, we could throw it on, you know, the whole sports corner and not Money Moguls, where Money Moguls is a betting podcast, but dude, that movie was fucking electric. Uncut Gems with Sandler and Kevin Garnett started out so slow, dude, they, you know, spoiler alert. Pause or skip through Don't the next. Skip through the next minute. Well, dude, you gotta <laughs> listen because I'm gonna say it. Well, I fuck. I want to watch it. It starts off the first twenty minutes, and they're in the jeweler store. Which you know, if you, if you know anything about the movie, you know that you know Adam Sandler is like a jeweler, a pawn guy, or whatever. So slow, and I was like, dude, this is such fucking trash. <laughs> and then it just it picks up, and like Sandler's just making bets throughout the whole fucking movie. And, like, the intensity of him making bets, like, tied into, like, the personality he plays just is phenomenal. And he's, like, your typical, it's based out of New York, so you want to say, like, Boston slash New York guy. And he kills the role. People have been calling for, is it Oscars that you'd win yeah. from that? Yeah, well, Golden yeah. Globe or some shit like Some that. people have said, like, if he doesn't win an Oscar for this, like, I don't even know what an oscar is anymore um like especially if you're one into sports two into gambling three into boston sports like four, four in the movie four in the movie five <laughs> into sandler like you gotta go see this uh came out a couple months not even a couple months it came maybe out a month ago christmas. <laughs> yeah christmas so less than a month actually i will challenge you on the fact that I have enough people seen it to make it top three of the decade i dude i'm, t- I'm telling well ha- how about this rebuttal Sandler hasn't won an Oscar ever. Not even in 2010. He hasn't ever. And he's probably going to win an Oscar for this movie. I don't dislike Uh, Adam Sandler by any means, but I feel like outside of three of his movies, maybe four, movies are fucking terrible. Not even, dude. He makes comedy movies, and comedy movies don't win you Oscars. It's it's clear cut. You don't win Oscars. I don't know. That's my boy. No, that's my boy. Is great, dude. (laughs) That was ranked his 27th best. I saw it today. Happy Gilmore. Bullshit. Out of like 30 movies, that was ranked like 27th. That Happy Gilmore is one of the good ones. Yeah, it was great. Billy Madison's up there. Girl we gotta, we gotta, we gotta <laughs> leave, leave that pause. Leave that pause. So go ahead, and what else? But like, no, just to you know, finish my point. Like, <laughs> not condoning it, but like the whole he had the side piece going on the entire movie with the wife that fucking hates him. Um, dude, the scenes are just so yeah. good, man. Longest you, yards are good. Yeah, longest yard, you yeah. got, dude. You gotta go see Uncut Gems. Um, go support. Adam Sandler and give him some money in his pocket and go. <laughs> yeah, he needs some of my money. Dude, I mean, I'll give him all the. I'll give him all the money. I'll go. I'll go see it two more times, and I'll still be like, that's still top three for the decade movie in my eyes. I just thought it was funny you're like, campaigning to give Adam Sandler money. That guy's got like two hundred fucking million dollars, and I'm struggling out here. Anyway, uh, again, back to me, I guess, for uh, Marvel movies. Uh, number two for me is Doctor Strange. Believe it or not. Uh, Doctor Strange, I, I don't necessarily love his character, but of all the Marvel characters and movies out there, I think it might be the most realistic sort of way he gets his powers, if that makes any sense. Like, I just, I love the setup of Doctor Strange, 
Scrap and Reno are losing interest immediately. <laughs> Let me talk about Marvel movies. I haven't watched a single Marvel movie. Uh, <laughs> not into it. I just think it's really cool how Doctor Strange went from like a super arrogant doctor to a fairly arrogant protector of the world. And it's just the whole story of how he gets to and from where he was to where he is, I think is phenomenal. And I'm extremely excited for it. I think Doctor Strange 2 comes out next year or 2022. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I won't I won't bore these guys to death with Doctor Strange facts and statistics. So uh, I guess it's back to me for number one. All right. Oh, boy. Uh, number one's Infinity War. I watched it again today. I just think that movie is damn near perfect. Uh, truth be told, the first Marvel movie I ever saw was in theaters. I saw Black Panther with my friends Max Daring and Remy Archibald. Uh, shout out to them. But I didn't know what the hell was going on. I had never seen a Marvel movie. And then we went and saw Infinity War uh, X amount of months later when it came out. And I still didn't know what was going on. I was like, hey, there's that Black Panther guy. But And Wakanda and all that stuff. But I, I had no idea. But I think Infinity War has the best story in terms of character development and sort of character, uh, I guess, teamwork. And they they don't win. like And the Avengers rarely win as a team. Like, there's always some sort of, I guess, backlash or unfortunate event that happens along their travels. But Infinity War was more than that. And I think it really set the tone for Endgame. And I, I just had Infinity War at number one. I, I, I really, even non-Marvel, I think it could contend for number one movie of the decade. And it's tough to say that because... People who have never seen a Marvel movie be like, what the hell am I watching? They, as was I at the time. But I went back, watched them all. Big fan. Uh, but Infinity War has got my number one slot. Reno, number one. The Town. Okay. okay. Classic <laughs> movie. I, I've Classic never seen it. Classic movie. Never seen it. Such a good you got Affleck really in it. Yep. Um, just, was the other dude too? Uh, like I said, I'm not too big of a movie TV guy, but when it strikes my top three, like it was a good one. Uh, just the whole plot line. You've seen uh, what ten movies in your life? Ten movies, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, so this is you got you got a thirty you got a thirty percent chance that you. No, I'm kidding. I've seen I've seen I've seen probably about a hundred movies I've plus seen my in my life. Share of film, all right? right? No, dude, that was that that plot line on that was crazy. That was the yeah. one with the mass and everything, yeah. and uh, the whole he ro he he robs the bank, and then the chick that he robs the bank from, uh, he ends up dating and he's trying to play off the whole time that he didn't rob the bank and like she's all like traumatized that they robbed the bank just great movie based out of boston little homer in me <laughs> but you got to go see it i wanted to put um the departed on there but that's like oh six i looked it up i was like god that's really that long ago like that's one thing about the tv and the movie like category is like some of these things where like so much longer than you think ago like super bad oh seven like it doesn't was oh eight or oh nine dude over was oh nine dude it feels like <laughs> 10 11 12 years ago all i'm gonna say is it makes me feel old at 20 yeah. at 24 that like these movies came out you know 14 years ago and i was 10 years old like it's kind of fucked up also like pretty cool that i was watching rated r movies <laughs> at 10 years old so before scrap talks i wanted to say one we are getting old quickly, and it's fucking... It's, when we started to do this, I was like, holy shit, this is bad. 
This is not good at all. And uh, number two, I forget what I was going to say. Um, it had something to do with the town. Oh, it's the spoiler. So I'm going to have to say spoiler alert before Rina, you're telling the whole damn plot of the movie. I haven't seen it yet. Like, <laughs> like I with the Infinity War, I kept it like PG. No, I was like, okay, like they, they don't necessarily do what they always do. They didn't win. Like, you're like, okay, here's the whole plot line. Like, you gotta. Yeah, but tell me, tell me what happens in the movie aside from a bank robbery. <laughs> Which you I know, go, you know, it, so you, I can't tell you, you know, going into the movie, if you read the title description, oh, bank robbery with masks, so you know that. Which but is, it's, it's so much more than that. Like it's kind of like draws you in as you get into the movie. You're like, oh shit, I didn't know I was getting myself into this right now. Did your number one movie of the decade uh, come with a Google sort of? Uh, eh, don't say <laughs> that to anybody right come now. Come with a Google review of the. Uh, <laughs> the old description. No, I go. I googled uh, the town. Saw what year. It dropped. It kind of just, I was sitting here. I didn't make my uh, movie list until I got here a couple hours ago. I keep cutting Scrap off. I'm not giving the kid a fair shot. So, Scrap, go ahead. Uh, well, if you ask me to leave this podcast, I'd say, I ain't fucking leaving! Nah, you have to bring a fucking bulldozer to get me out of this place! I forgot about that one. That's 2013 classic. Wolf of Wall Street, motherfucker. I've actually... <laughs> Never seen Wolf of Wall Street. What? Yeah. What? Well, dude, like I said, I'm, I'm your typical stereotypical guy that oh. has not seen your good. Like, dude, I haven't seen Breaking Bad. I haven't either. Bro. I haven't seen Game of Thrones. Dude, like that, that shit doesn't. Oh that shit doesn't. God. Like, unless there's like that. That's why Town made my number one. It's like kind of Homer. You know, like I'm huge into the, you know, the murder documentary. Like. That whole that whole type of scene type of deal, <laughs> I love that type of shit. Uh, the murders, um, yeah, it's just it, that's that's what gets me going, dude. And like I like I said, I'd love to put Pineapple Express, those type <laughs> super bad, those type of movies. But like we miss the era, and like yeah. it sucks personally. <laughs> dude, I don't know. Well, uh, Wolf of Wall Street has everything you need: girls, sh- strippers, drugs, sex money comedy power, comedy yeah the characters in it are fucking awesome everyone plays such a great like a just a funny ass like to be able to play that in that movie would be unreal because it is just some of the shit that happens is just you know it's like, kind you, of like you it's just made up but it's, it's not you know what's kind of funny <laughs> is when like everyone asks you if you've seen a movie more often than not you'll be like, no, I haven't seen that movie. And then they'll be like, dude! And you're like, well, I mean, there's millions of movies I could have seen. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you going to dude me when, like, I could have seen yesterday, like, a totally different type of movie than that. But I will say, that is one movie that, like, people have duded me so hard on, like, why haven't you seen that? I missed the window on in theaters. uh, And it was, I've heard it's a classic. It's got to be a classic. Isn't DiCaprio on that list of a dude that's never won an Oscar, too, with Sandler or whatever? (laughs) Pretty nuts, dude. Because, like, he's put out... Started in the Titanic. Like, that was one of his first hits, which is nuts that he has not made, you know, an Oscar out of his movies. I know. All right, so my honorable honorable mentions for movies. Um, 2015, I have Southpaw in there, another fighting movie. Love the backstory of it. You know, some of these backstories just really get me. Um, Dawn of Planet, Planet of the Apes, The Avengers, 
The Dark Knight Rises and uh, Horrible Bosses came out in 2011. That's a classic. Horrible Boss is a good one. That is, but I think it's so hard to rank movies like comedy versus drama. Like, yeah. how do you compare the two? Like, I love The Office as a TV show. I love Sons of Anarchy. They're not comparable at all. Like, I can't rank one above the other, you know? Like, I enjoy them both in completely different ways. So, Reno, do you have honorable mention movies? Hell no. I don't <laughs> watch movies. All right. Well, for me, again, I'm back to Marvel. Number four for me was uh, Thor Ragnarok. I think Thor Ragnarok was uh, a really good movie altogether, but I thought it was hilarious. Like, I laughed a lot during that movie. Uh, whether or not it was the company you're with, because we scrap. What was that Steve Carell movie we saw? Dinner for Schmucks. <laughs> yes. Yo, I was gonna throw it on my top five, but that was a wicked or top three. That was a wicked hot take if I did. <laughs> so scrap myself and our buddy Coffee Nick Coffrin saw that in theaters, and we recommended it to everybody. I saw that two times in 48 hours. I thought it was fucking hilarious in theaters. I watched it by myself in my house, and I was like, this is the shittiest movie I've ever seen in my life. It was awful. So, I think your audience and where you see it has a lot to do with your experience. I mean, with anything in life. Uh, but number five, well, not number five, but uh, another honorable mention, the last one for movies for me, was uh, Civil War. So, The Avengers Civil War. It, the internal feud... Uh, I won't go into detail in case you haven't seen it. Now you want to. But Civil War was number five for me. Again, honorable mention. Not number five, but honorable mention. Close to the top three. Again, I watched, full disclosure, I watched Doctor Strange today. It was fresh on my mind. It's number two. Is it number two overall? Maybe not. But to me, I think his backstory is really cool. So I'm sticking with it. All right. What? Oh, moving on to video games. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll start with video games. My, I didn't actually put any honorable mentions, right? Because a lot of the video games I loved were pre-2010. As you should, when we were like 10 to 13 years old. Agreed, as we should. yeah. MW2 would be number one without a question. But that was uh, 2009, actually. So, number three game for me of the decade, Fortnite. Okay. Uh, I mean, I honestly, I like that. I did. Fortnite is a free-to-play game that uh, has taken over the world, really. You see all these little kids dancing, doing the Fortnite dances out in public. Uh, I mean, it's fun. I don't play it anymore. It, it was a really good time for a while, but now kids are way too good, and I just I don't want to put the time in. Like I, I have all the time in the world, but I don't want to yeah. spend it playing Fortnite. Like I just I don't. So Fortnite for me was number three because it has truly kind of changed the gaming landscape like they have like tried to replicate battle royale in various games uh black ops 4 had its own battle royale which was way better than fortnite but it didn't get enough traction like just a popularity alone from fortnite i think should make everyone's top three whether you play it or not really but uh reno go ahead number three um ask me one more time what my number three is number three Fortnite. Yeah. Ah, got, yeah. got him. Um, classic. Wait, 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 wait. What's your number three? Fortnite. Count it. Count it. Count it. Send it. Um, what are you, silly? What are you, silly kid? Um, I mean, RJ took the words out of my, you know, my mouth. Um, out of go, Yeah, out of my bum. Uh, going into the podcast, like, I was just, like, my whole point on the game was I was going to say is, like, similar to, like, how Steph Curry revolutionized, like, basketball was 
Fortnite like revolutionized video games. Um, just like we got one claw left. Yeah, one claw left. <laughs> one claw alert. Oh god, this is the podcast gonna <laughs> end right now. So Fortnite, uh, you just saw that, like you said, kids dancing. Uh, they want to play the game. It's free. It's not like if you have parents, you know, because a lot of younger kids play have to buy the game like it was just an absolute classic it came out uh was huge call of duty guy like before fortnite came out and like the sniping was a lot harder i like the whole like yeah they got bullet movement whole yeah the whole shooting system is way different from cod yeah so like i that's not gonna lie i still play fortnite and i still play cod but (laughs) fortnite like you gotta lead the guy if you're sniping it's not like direct hit type of thing and, like, the whole 1v, or, like, if you're playing squads, 4 versus 100, or, you know, duos, 2 versus 100, or if you're playing solos, you versus everybody else. But I grew up on it in college, and, like, that's how we passed our free time was playing Fortnite, and it was so cool. And, like, one of the biggest things when you first started playing Fortnite was, like, getting your first win in <laughs> Fortnite. And, like, I'll never forget. I would argue getting your first gold scar yeah. was wild. Like, yeah. You, you didn't know what to do with it. You were so happy. Yeah, because then you get nervous and you're like, dude, I have a gold scar. <laughs> I'm like, going to blow this. Yeah, I'm going to blow this. Yeah. But, like, I remember specifically first Fortnite win, like, my buddy showed me down in Bridgewater State, Fortnite, and I'd play on their Xbox, and I landed at this first place, and I ended up top 10, which is actually, like, very good for the first time you're playing. And Did you hide in a bush the whole time? Exactly. I hid in a bush <laughs> oh, the whole bu- time. I got babushka. <laughs> I got maybe one kill that game. I don't even think I got a kill, but moral of the point is like you don't forget the first time you won a Fortnite game. No, not at all. And I love it. I I get a classic one, I'll make it quick. Uh <laughs> I was at my buddy's house and he was having a party that night and it was like happening in three hours at the point where we were at three hours after the fact jt shout out to you if you listen to and i told him i was like dude i want to go home like i don't know if i can last three hours plus another three hours of drinking like i'm just gonna go home so i hopped on the Fortnite, was playing a little then my roommate came home and he was like hey we're going to jt's house it's like fuck that i was just there i'm not <laughs> going to jt's house like i already left like i left on on purpose i don't want to be there and he was like all right fine like if you don't want to go i'm not going i was like all right now you're making me feel bad about it like we'll go if we have to go then like i started playing and i'm like got like one kill and i'm like all right if i win this game of Fortnite, we'll go to jt's house <laughs> and it came down to me and this last kid and he's so much higher than me in the air he's got you know? the high ground yeah you're, you're bi- done yeah, for- th- that's the cool thing about it is you can build like with ramps and whatnot and I had a gray tack, and for those who play, like gray tack's the worst gun. <laughs> gray tack's garbage. Garbage, and this kid you might for, just leave the game. for some reason jumped down from the ramp he was at, came to try to kill me, missed like three shots in a row, and then just clocked him in the face. <laughs> win, I win the game. I like, dude, I threw the controller straight up into the air, it bounced right <laughs> off the ground, batteries went everywhere. I was just like, not thinking at the time, like, why the fuck did I do that? And I, like, run to my roommate to give him a hug, which I don't know why you give a hug after you win a video game. <laughs> you absolutely I, do. I was so in the moment, and I jumped up to give him a hug. I literally bashed my head off the 
the door frame or whatever because I'm so tall. And like I was like, oh fuck, dude. I had like a I had like a little cut and everything, but I was like, I, I was so zooted up. I was like, we're going to the fucking party. I was like, we're doing this shit. We're going to Disney World, baby. A, a moral of the story: the party was not as great as I thought it'd be. But yeah, we made it back to the party. Uh, talking Fortnite. Shout out Noah Coon six 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 and uh, Jimmy Hopkins two one four. Do you want to play some Fortnite? Jimmy Hopkins two one four. Call, Rip it. call me Jimmy. My name's Andrew, but we'll play on Jimmy. <laughs> we'll call you Jimmy. All right, Dumbdy, number three video game of the decade, twenty eleven, Gears of War three. It was the first. I didn't put Gears on mine. I kind of wish I did, but it was, Gears two was my. I had that. Gears. It was between. It was like two thousand eight. Yeah, Gears three is fire. It was the first rated M game I played, <laughs> and. <laughs> I did it without my mom knowing. Uh, yeah, so a sheltered child alert. <laughs> so sheltered child a alert. Badass motherfucker playing it, and then I was hooked. Did you on make it. a clan tag bamf? No. <laughs> badass motherfucker. So I had I had to go with that because that <laughs> that's just the no. That's classic, dude. <laughs> no, I mean it's I all did. about your own memories yeah. and how you remember these games. Like. I don't. I didn't. I forgot. Gears of War was even in this decade. That was so Dude, long Ge- ago. Do you know Gears of War Five is out? Yeah, yeah. I'm about to make Gears Six. Yeah. I don't know what's called Gear Six, but the new Gears is coming out. Well, that's, that's why I don't play games that are like were so so good to me like earlier. Yeah, I don't you want those memories. Ma- yeah, yeah, the yeah, memories, right. dude. Yeah, you're gonna feel like shit. If you pull up Gears Five and get absolutely stomped. Like it's not fun. <laughs> Scrap number two. Number two, 2013 GTA Five. I was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I should have, yep. but I didn't. Yep. You GTA just... 4 with JTT was far more memorable <laughs> for yeah. me than GTA 5. <laughs> GTA 4 back, I mean, just ruthless, <laughs> ruthless stuff online. I, mean, I won't get into it, but... We should I, probably I, be locked up. <laughs> I doubt JTT is listening or uh, Mountain Dew not, or Do the Dew 94 or uh, Sergeant Snake. But uh, hopefully if J-Bro J- hears this... Yeah, we're all we're all about GTA Four. Man, the ice cream truck. I mean, so many good memories. GTA Five was fun, but not nearly GTA Four. The same with Kyle. I mean, anyone uh, gags even like just Lukey Cavs. Yeah, Lukey. Cla- yeah, we had some classic I'm guys. Yeah, Lukey Cavs. I mean, that, yeah. just unreal squad playing GTA Four. GTA Four, I think it was before twenty ten. That would have been my number one, but it's not. So. Go ahead, scrap. Sorry, I keep putting you off. No, you, uh, no, I'm, I'm good. GTA yeah, yeah. Five for that, my number two, it. baby. Yeah, that's All right. it. Well, GTA stands for Grand Theft Auto. So, <laughs> so I told RJ actually this is my number two. I was gonna break the rules on uh, TV. I'm actually. I told him before. Oh, okay. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break the rules on video games. And I told him, and he didn't realize that this video game came out in December of 2009. But when everybody played, because if it comes out a month before the decade flips, everyone's playing. For the next year or two or whatever. Game number two of the year. Or the decade. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And you said you would have put it in your top three if it was. No doubt, but it... Uh, it was not. It was made. It was dropped in December of 2009. Sure December? Because they... Yes, they, they, I specifically <laughs> looked it up for this moment because I knew I would be tested about it. They this. usually release CODs in November. Recently, it's been like... Black Ops 4 is October. All right, then like, we'll call it November. Regardless, if you get the game, you're not playing for a month. You're playing for a year or two. Right. Dude, I mean, I, classic shit classic like we literally <laughs> rpg went, camping and like dude, riot, shields. riot shields rpg camping like dude the maps afghan friggin uh 
Terminal. High Rise <laughs> Terminal. You go through the maps, just classic, uh, classic stuff. Karachi, that, uh, I could probably name all like thirteen right now. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. But uh, uh, childhood f- dreams. F- uh, f- favela. Favela was a good one. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That was like the the, one, the Brazil, the Brazil yeah, map or whatever. Was, Underpass uh, was good. Uh, yeah. Sub base, derail. Like, come on, I know them all. Dude, speaking Don't of, test me. you know, this is my last point of it. But uh, speaking of, like camping you know riot shields rpg camping i'll never i'll never forget and I'll, I'll say it i don't want to say it so we were playing at Havela, the one that's from brazil or whatever favela it's favela yeah and we're all sitting in this one room and this guy was it threw a nade into the room <laughs> that we were in and literally it was like it could have been 4v6 could have been 1v6 doesn't matter to me we all died on this one nade. Six, this kid got <laughs> six kills because we were playing Search and Destroy or oh, whatever. Yeah. And I literally pissed my pants laughing. I'm not I'm not going to lie to you. I straight up pissed my pants laughing watching six people die in one round. Like It was the funniest thing to me. We were, so, uh, we were in like seventh grade when that shit came Oh, yeah. Came that, out. Was, that was the pinnacle oh, of like man. us going, like Friday night was going home playing COD. That's it. And you'd have, like, a full search squad, so six people, with ease. If not, you'd have two full search squads. I mean, I remember, uh, so I was an, I say was, I am an absolute nerd. But back in the day, uh, J-Bro invited me to a a lobby of all Marshfield kids in a public lobby, which counted towards your XP. I played one game, I think I dropped 20 kills in search, which is kind of unheard of, not necessarily unheard of, but, like, like, absolutely dominant. Yeah. They all left right now. They're like, fuck this kid. Like, whoever invited him, like, fuck you. I'm like, okay, that's kind of unnecessary. But it was me, J-Bro, Luke uh, Cass, bro, like, bro. Sean Bach, like, we'll tag all these dudes in because they're going to hear this. But MW2 uh, would be my number one, yes, without a doubt. That was the, like, most fun I've ever had playing video games. Like, a ton of dudes so who I don't much, talk to anymore. Like, just, like, such a, like, so many well, friendships. not even don't talk to, to anymore, like... The bond you created while you're yeah. playing video games with these kids, like you'll see them and you'll still like dab them up, be like, "What's good? Like, good to see you," type of shit, because you played video games with them. Right, not not video games because you played Modern Warfare. Too, exactly. Yeah. You go to Rust and fucking settle a beef. You know, you go play one v one quick scopes or even a full lobby of quick scopes. Throwing dude, knives, throwing at knives, Rust, quick scopes, at yeah. Rust. Oh, oh classic. That, that shit would get real too. Oh yeah, you get you get into it. Oh, um, you wouldn't talk to them till the next Monday at school or whatever. Or I mean, you could play. Uh, Shit, dodgeball. Play a yeah, throwing knife dodgeball yeah. in a sub base. But I, I'm trying to think of the room would be in, in Favela. You could be in, like, I don't remember the map perfectly, but in Domination, it's either A or C. I think it's A. Is right by a building. There's a couch in the bottom of the building. If you all go in there, there's two windows. One, you can look up the street. The that, other one- that, that's the that's the where we died in favela on that six kill <laughs> yeah right raid. so i'm trying to figure out in the actual exact room we died in i don't know if i was in that lobby or not but like i think you were if you, I, I would imagine i spent a lot of time playing that but if you look to your right you have like the middle of the map it's a lot of buildings and then you look uh, who, who the fuck cares i'm gonna stop uh Number two video game for me was Rocket League of the decade. <laughs> Solid. Rocket League's fantastic. It's a fun game. You can talk. You can be shit faced. You can be as high as you want. You just toss on Rocket League. You yeah. Pop it in. It's car soccer. It's fun. Like no one really cares that much. Like it, it's a good time. So that made my number two. 
Uh, number one might surprise you guys. Number one was Black Ops 2. Number, number one game of the decade. Wait. I think Black Ops 2 was the best Call of Duty game of all time. Uh, I had the, after the conversation we just had. No, 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 way. no, no. no. I, it wasn't in the decade. No, not even that. I had the most fun on Modern Warfare 2, without a doubt. Like, the people I talked to, friends I met, even, like, my friend Paige. This chickadee. I remember that. Yes. Chickadee, dude. Yeah. Chickadee, dude. So, my friend Paige, who lives in Georgia, we played a lot of Call of Duty together. Do you still talk to her at so, all? We're friends on Facebook. No like, way. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see what she looks like nowadays. She's not bad. I mean, she, <laughs> she, she's fairly attractive. She's been on The Walking Dead before. Look, she's an actress. She's been on The Walking Dead. As an extra, as a zombie, but like... Yeah. But she, she's been on a notable show. Like, she's doing cool stuff. And yeah, her name... Uh, her Xbox name was Random Girl, and then it went to Chickadee. That sounds a little sketchy. <laughs> nah, it was great, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. It. But, uh, yeah, so we've... I, I don't talk to her much anymore, but we, we were friends, and like... We, we'd play Search and Destroy to, uh, Search and Destroy together every day after school. Uh, Matt Jaleo would usually be there. It'd be me, Matt, Chickadee would definitely be playing Search. Then we'd find other people when they come on after they do their homework, like responsible kids. I didn't do my homework. But Call of Duty Black Ops 2 was the perfect COD game. Modern Warfare 2 was broken as fuck. Yeah. There was so much wrong with that game. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like, again, like I said, the friendships, the people I talked to, everything about it was fun. But Black Ops 2 was actually. Like, I played that shit alone, basically. Like, no one else played with me, really. Mm. A lot of, that was like I think it came out 2012, 2013. Like we were sophomores, juniors in high school. Like a lot of people moved on from video games. They weren't playing Xbox 360 as much, and it was almost time to jump to the Xbox One. And it just wasn't nearly as popular as it was. Like, a, lot of, a lot of kids were going out drinking, like partying, whatever. Like I wasn't necessarily. That was my own choice. I mean, I not like I wasn't invited or anything, but. I, I, I would play Black Ops 2, and, like, I, I fucking love that game. Like, that yeah. game was actually so well-balanced and stuff. Like, that game was fun. Modern Warfare 2, the people were fun. If they remastered Modern Warfare 2 today, and I didn't have people oh to play God. with, I, I would be like, this job. fucking sucks. I'd be like, this is so bad. I, I would rage at the little kids playing. But, Mon like, at the time, it was so fun. Black Ops 2, I think, would have been even more fun had people played it. But I don't. I think it got a bad rap. Not even a bad rap, but I just think the interest was dwelling at that point from friends. I don't want to say family members because I don't play COD with family members. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, my friends at the time, like they weren't really playing video games as much or near. Like I, I wouldn't have six man search and destroy parties in Black Ops Two like I would Modern Warfare Two, or have ten man private match. Quick scope matches where we're all just fucking shitting on each other as seventh graders. Like, that's hysterical. Black Ops 2 came out, we were, yeah, sophomore, juniors in high school, we were 15, 16. I was 14 or 15, but yeah, I mean, the whole thing. Black Ops 2, though, if you went back and played it, if there weren't hackers, you'd be like, this game's unreal. It's, that's my opinion. Yeah, COD games get me going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, number one for me, uh, I know, I think both of you played. NBA 2K11. That's got to be an honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, you had the Jordan mode where you could like go back and play yes. uh, the, like any you know moment that you could play the flu game. You could play all these like best moments for Jordan. You had it was the 
It was the like I don't want to say pinnacle. It was the beginning. of... No, it was the pinnacle. Like it was the it was it was the pinnacle of two K, and it was the beginning of my player. And like it was such a good game, and like they switched over from NBA Lives kind of like as a decade switch. Yeah, NBA Live Ten was good. Yeah, from NBA Live to two K Eleven. Yeah, dude. I can't. I I mean, I could go on for a little bit, but um, that that game was such a classic. Like you get your boys going, and didn't they have like. 3v3 black court yeah, on that. They, where the, I think that's yeah, where they got blacktop. Yeah, right, yeah. Where they got blacktop. So it was like, called blacktop like at the time, yeah. Every, you know, fu- like future NBA game, like they structured it around right, 2K11. 2K11 was the starting point of what 2K is now. Yeah. But it was fun. 2K now sucks. 2K now sucks. It's just every... The only thing that changes with the new 2K games is the roster. Right, it's roster updates. You're, but, like, dude... They that's had, every sports game for the most part. But, like, 2K11, I didn't even think of that. But that was... I, I'm a little upset you put that as one over Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> that's tough. I know, I that know, I know. I know, but, like, if we're going to give shout-outs to people, like, shout-out to E. Keith. Like, he loved oh, yeah. that. He loved that game, bro. Like, we just... He loved Modern Warfare 2, too. Yeah, dude. Bro, like, dude, shit. man. Like, that shit was... That just brings back memories to me. I don't oh, have to gee. say much. Like, you know, Kyle, Jimmy Manning, like, all those guys. J-Pat, dude, literally J-Pat, everyone we ever hung out with. We all, we played, all played... We, we all played Modern, played Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. And we all, like, kind of, you know, one sec phase kind of wrote out like i said it started in 20 uh 2009 sorry and you know once we kind of like you know we've been playing so much cod for the last year year and a half we switched over to uh, 2k and that game was absolute classic but i i i see e keith at the gym a lot yeah I'm gonna tag him in this and make sure he listens. And I'll, I'll even put the exact point we talked about. This is about. clickbait like, right here. We got like ten. We got ten names in here that you it gotta is, listen to. It is to clickbait, it. but like, I, I want his opinion on NW2 versus 2K11. That's so I, true. I, that, I really do. That, that's like, I that's, really want that's, that. That's why I put one and two, dude. And that's why I'm sorry. That I couldn't leave Modern Warfare 2 out of it, even though it came. Fifty bucks, E Keith says NW2. Oh, alright, alright, I'm a huge gambler, I'll give 50 bucks, yeah, right, I'll give 50 deal. bucks, that was a handshake. Trav Prescott just messaged me, what's up Trav? That's another guy that played fucking those two games I just said. Oh yeah, I mean, everyone loved it, like, it, it's just oh, unreal how, I think MW2 reached so many people, like, no matter, like, middle school is the toughest time for any individual, ever, like, just period, like. Yeah, being an adult might suck, but middle school was fucking dreadful. Scrappy ass. I, I mean, I fucking hated it. Yeah, everyone. No, I you, think there are very few people that actually like. If you oh, came like, out of middle school it. saying you liked it, you're a liar. Like you are a dirty liar. MW2 made everything better. Scrap, you did not have an Xbox 360 at the nah. time. You could not play it. it. Like your life would be different. Like that game. Oh man, like ah, oh, it was so good. Seriously, so damn good. And Reno went to the bathroom. I'm going to join him shortly. Well, once he comes back. I'm not going to join him. Oh, cross swords? <laughs> Wait, a sword fight? Uh, um, I, so I got my number one still. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, Reno cheated. MW2, <laughs> if it was released in 2010, which I think uh, Black Ops 1 was, which... That's my number one. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. That was your first game on 360. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That, that <laughs> That's makes sense. Yeah, I Gun game, you had the Galil, the Commando. Reen, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you pee that quickly? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Fucking Superman out here. I'm more disappointed the White Claws are gone. I just brought some in, though, behind you. 
I'll twist my arm. <laughs> oh, God. So let's get into it. Myself. We got a variety pack now. <laughs> yeah, uh, so scraps number one, game of the decade, Black Ops 1. Okay. Yeah. I, I, like I said... Mar- I saw, I'm on board. I, I get it. Yeah. I really... Modern Warfare hit different that I didn't really play Black Ops because I was just... I Modern was, Warfare I was, was different. I was like, dude, this... Modern Warfare can't be matched. Like I, I can't play these games because I know I'm gonna be disappointed when but I play these games. But you cheated twice, so. <laughs> well, did I not bring up the best cheat of the whole podcast? Like, well, come I, on. Said, I just said if Modern Warfare was in the 2010s, it would be my one, two, three honorable mention. Like that, that, that is yeah, the game of the decade. That me, is without yeah. a doubt. Well, that's the thing. Like when a game drops in November, but you said uh, 2K was number one. Yeah, but like. Cause, cause we have to follow the rules, like. Yeah, I mean. Like, dude, for that, for that game. Half in, half out. All right. I mean, whatever, whatever. We all know what the actual game of the decade that wasn't even in the decade was. So. MW two. If we're doing it, uh, goat top three. That's my. That's in the top three. About I have to think, but that's top three. Scrap. Go ahead. Black Ops one. Dumb the picks as his number one game of the twenty tens. What about what? it? <laughs> You're just, just nodding your head at me. I just, I just, I, that was like my first game I got on 360, so I was a huge fan of it. I love the Galil, the Commando. I oh, love Commando it. was bomb. <laughs> yep, just fucking. That couple, was, couple snipers. <laughs> couple, how you doing? How you been? And then like, they had gun game and those like, new. Oh, like, yeah, they started like, gun game. Dude, the gambling yeah, system in yeah, Black Ops yeah, 1 yeah, was yeah. Revolutionary. I thought that I thought that stuff was so cool. Yeah, one in the chamber was <laughs> yes, awesome. One in the chamber. Uh, they had sticks shit. and stones, which yeah. was like uh, gun game. Yeah, well, you already said gun game oh, like four yeah, times, but <laughs> you, th- you think he's the one drinking, not us? <laughs> uh, yeah, gun game. You started with a particular weapon, usually. Pi- I mean, well, it was the same every time. You start with a pistol. You get a kill. You go up to like the I don't know shitty like shotgun shitty shotgun or shotgun or like a secondary pistol that's like automatic, uh, and then you work your way up and then they have random ass like uh, single shot rifles with a thermal scope on it which are hard to use and then you have snipers and then you have to get a kill with like a Bowie knife to win the game yeah I got or it. ballistic knife not Bowie <laughs> knife ballistic knife Bowie knife is zombies. I was playing gun. And that game had the zombies too. Yeah, yeah really that's a, that's the one thing but, MW2 didn't have was yeah. But it had Spec Ops. The yeah. Spec Ops is pretty Spec good. Spec Ops is crazy. Ops at the time was dude, good. dude, they remastered <laughs> MW2 and me and my boy Robbie Cooter, like he literally They did not remaster it. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. For what, right. which game? What was the one with Spec Ops then? MW2, it... but they did not remaster MW2. Do not sit here and tell me they remastered MW2 because they didn't. Yes, they did. They yeah, did not. Yeah, they yes, did. they did. <laughs> they did not. Dude, what rock have you been sleeping? I swear <laughs> to God, it's the only. It's the only one with Spec Ops, right? The current COD has Spec Ops. Yeah, but like M- Mo- COD Four, <laughs> COD Five, Modern Warfare Two. COD Five is World at War. For those of you who are yes. listening and arguing with yourselves at home, dude, I'm telling you, bro. Me and Robbie spent hours where he'd just bring his controller over and we'd play spec ops we're they like dude i'm, I'm telling you i'm still like six star i literally the juggernauts e like echo yeah. that's the only thing we haven't beat we beat everything else i'm telling you they remastered i played it on my xbox one there was talk that they were going to and release like this campaign and spec ops of mw2 for the one for like 20 bucks is I'm, lo- I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Because they did not remaster the entire game. Because if they did, I would be on that. I wouldn't 
I wouldn't be doing this. I'd be playing MW2. Like, I, that's just that's just a fact. Alright, let's... The honorable mention, uh, we'll go to... Do you have a video game honorable mention? Hell no. Okay, no, I, I mean... I don't either. Alright, Scott doesn't either. Uh, I will say Black Ops 1 is an honorable mention for sure. Uh, I mean, predecessor to Black Ops 2. Black Ops 2 uh, takes place right after, obviously. Uh, Black Ops 1 was a sort of Cold War era type stuff where the guns were more advanced. So the previous game Treyarch made was... Uh, World at War, which was World War Two, which was just gory as all hell. I mean, you get double barrel shock in someone's leg; their legs blow clean off. It was unreal, absolutely awesome. That game came out now. Uh, I think we were in fifth grade, two thousand seven. That was fucking thirteen years ago. I was eleven years old, maybe sixth grade. But MW Two came out right after. Uh, so COD Four was like the original COD that was online. I mean, COD Two and COD Three were online, but. Like, true online multiplayer that we know COD to be today was COD 4, Modern Warfare. Then it went to World at War, Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops 1. Then we jumped into... Not Ghosts, I don't think, but whatever. It's just... COD, COD is going downhill since Black Ops 2, in my opinion. Even Modern Warfare now, it's a camp fest, but that's for a different day. So, honorable mention, I will absolutely put Black Ops 1 on there. We'll start, uh, we're going inventions now. Now, this could be literally anything. <laughs> Apps. <laughs> what, something that is new to us from 2010 to 2019. My number three, I mean, right at the end of the decade, Disney Plus. Okay. <laughs> I think Disney Plus is uh, revolutionary. Like, that... It, if it came out earlier, it'd be number one, probably. But people eat Disney's stuff up. <laughs> Hell. I don't know if, you, if the mic picked up that fart, but Scrap just shat his pants. Uh, we're going to go... Yeah, Disney Plus. I mean, it just... It, it speaks for itself. I mean, I watch all the Marvel movies on there because Marvel is part of Disney. But Disney itself has so much to offer, whether you like it or not, that Disney Plus... I got it for free with Verizon. We have files here, so, I mean, good for me, I guess. But Disney Plus is my number three because I couldn't – I was on the spot. I didn't know what these questions were before they came over, so I had to think rather quickly. But Disney Plus, number three. Reno, go ahead. You're number three. Number three, you're looking right at it. White Claw. White Claws, baby. <laughs> I, I, dude, okay. tru truly, um, I feel like the Seltzers got re revolutionized by White Claws. Uh, you got, you know, nowadays, I was, you know, grabbing some White Claws before we came here. You have, like, Bud Light, Seltzers, you have Trulies. Trulies could have came out before White Claws, but White Claws made more of a splash than Trulies did in my eyes. Um, White Claws came out in 2016. I feel like it's the new movement. Like, you had Twisted Teas that people drink in the summertime. Um, but, like, the White Claws are just, you know... For some reason, everybody's like, "Hey, we're going to the beach today. It's a Saturday. What are we? What are we drinking? White Claws. It makes way too much sense to me. Um, I love drinking Bud Lights, but they get fucking not skunked, but they get warm and whatnot. Light beers, like they just aren't what they are. Like if you're drinking on the beach in a like 85 degree day, uh, something about a cold White Claw on the beach just gets me going for sure. Irene, I fucking love that one. I wish yeah. I had thought of that one. Um, but for my third, for my third one, I'm gonna go, 
2017, they came out with these glasses that give sight to the blind, or they give you color. So basically, or basically, you can only if you can you can only see in black and white. And these glasses you put on, they give color. And there are so many videos on Facebook and wherever on Instagram, whatever apps, with uh like older people or whoever putting these glasses on, and they can see for the first time, see color. And I think that is one of the coolest things that you can give to like especially someone who hasn't who is literally seen black and white for like let's just say like 30 40 50 years it's been yeah. a shit it's i mean a long time i can't speak much of on <laughs> on it because like you un, until you i mean i'm not even gonna say until because if it was until like it wouldn't work out like that if you don't see black and white you don't know exactly how it feels yeah. like dude i'm just looking at you and i can tell that you have a gray and a, a green t-shirt on like that's the difference between someone who's colorblind and who's not, which is pretty crazy to think that, like, someone lives their life and they literally can't see color, and that the fact, like, to that fact, they have to, like, like, people who are, like, colorblind see different colors in different colors, if you will, and, like, they'll see, like, I don't know, for example, that's not true, like, if they see red, they'll see blue, and which is pretty <laughs> fucked up to me, dude, like, you, like literally made a lens for somebody who for all this time like i remember i saw an instagram video of a guy who had like gone 30 years without seeing color and then literally just puts on these shades and he can see color like that's pretty remarkable like the fact that you can literally it's it's that's why we're making the podcast is like the 2010 decade definitely didn't come out with like the craziest inventions like you had colored tv come out in like the 60s but like like you said yeah for someone to see color now is like just absolutely like mind-blowing um and then my number two for best inventions i'm i'm gonna go ring doorbells i think <laughs> kind of a wacky one but think about how many packages think about how many things have been saved at the door or people or i just random like stupid things like that that have just been saved or you've been able to catch on camera when you're not home or even if you are home you can see because you can literally get a live feed through an app or whatever mm. and see shit hell yeah so <laughs> um my number two i feel like if you it probably is on no one's list but I feel like it changed our generation, and it was very recent, is Uber slash Lyft. Yup. Um, like, if you're looking for a ride home from the bar, Uber slash Lyft. Um, like, if you're... Talk to me! If you're, if, you're, if you're stuck in a pinch, you don't have a ride, Uber slash Lyft. Now, granted, like, the prices aren't very favorable, but more often than not, you're turning to Uber slash Lyft to get you home from where you are. And, like... I, it just makes sense to me. Like, it it avoids like I I saw this thing where Uber's gonna or Uber Lyft whatever you know they're they're cross compatible to me, but it's the same thing. Yeah, like they said that they're gonna stop like people who are drinking like taking Ubers, and it's like, dude, no way. What's That's, the point? Wh- why do you make your money? Is because people who are drinking need to take an uber and lyft i mean i guess it's more a generational thing where we're a little bit older now we can drink uh we've been drinking all that 
it just makes sense to me that like someone finally came out with like an app where you can get a ride home from somebody and you know you don't have to drink and drive it makes so much sense to me as to number two it's perfect for the city too yeah no doubt yeah no doubt uh before i go into my number two i wanted to uh as i was peeing i was thinking about my mud warfare 2 crew uh shout out to uh cory Kahlberg. Oh my God, Corey! I, I forgot, the, about, I forgot yeah, about Corey. I, I mentioned, I I mentioned Sean Pock, Luke Cavs, Jay Bro. I forgot Corey. I'm sorry. Corey we, we was forgot, a beast. We forgot Kberg. Corey was good. Yeah, Kberg KTA, I believe. Uh, so I'll tag him in this as well. This is gonna go viral, Rita. <laughs> viral. I hope so. <laughs> Uh, gonna make it out of. I mean, even <laughs> Shanley was always playing. Like you know, we had we had a crew, like a full crew. Yeah. Uh, probably doesn't even know who like what I look like, but. Uh, my number two invention, Venmo. Solid. Yo. Venmo Solid. has changed the game of paying your roommates for rent, electricity. Your girlfriend owes you money; she pays you on Venmo. It's just, it's been it's been huge. I mean, everyone's like, "Yo, I'll just Venmo you." Like, you come over. Like, hey, I brought claws. I'll Venmo you. Yeah, that's fine. Like, yeah. cool. Perfect. Ven- everyone has Venmo. Bad, it goes right to the bank account. <laughs> like Venmo, Cash App, I consider it kind of the same thing. Yeah, I was like, going to say kind any, of Uber, Lyft combo. Right, so Venmo, Cash App, any sort of... I mean, PayPal's been around forever. Whack. But, but I, I use PayPal. I mean, to pay for things, but I don't ask people <laughs> to pay me on PayPal. But Venmo... Because PayPal can take out of your savings rather than checking. So I'm like, alright, I don't want to transfer my money from my savings to checking, so I'm like, I'll just, I'll just use PayPal. But Venmo, it's like, hey, all right, like, you got your own Venmo card now. Like, Venmo's legit. So I think Venmo at number two was a very reasonable pick. Number one for me, the shit made me laugh more than anything else, <laughs> Vine. Vine was my number one invention <laughs> yeah. of the 2010s. I loved it. I, I mean, I think TikTok has more resources to be good than Vine did. But I think the people that actually made Vines were far superior over TikTokers. Yeah, they were in a different like, class. There like, on. Viners, uh, greater sign, TikTokers. No yeah, doubt. Yeah, no facts, doubt. Facts. So, like, From the mud up. To me, uh, <laughs> when you said inventions of the 2010s, it could be apps. I said, all right, first thing that popped in my head, Vine. Yeah. Like, scrap, call to the bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> top, top 10 Vine of all time was Scrap, uh, so called the bullpen. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I could, I could probably name off 20 Viners right now, but I'm not gonna, because who cares? But Because it's dead. But Vine, to me, was fucking hysterical, like, senior high school, just, like, early college. I think Vine was fucking mm. fantastic. <laughs> Um, I think this is funny that, I mean, I, we got one more with Scrap, but that nobody said it. Um, like, MySpace took, like, the late 2010s, same with Facebook. What was the next best invention? I think My, you mean late 2000s. That's, I, I you said that. 2010s. <laughs> yeah, late 2000s. Um, Facebook, MySpace. Um, what would be the next social media? Insta. Up? Instagram. Yeah. I don't know how anyone didn't touch on that. <laughs> because fuck Insta. Inst- like, <laughs> like I, I'm not the biggest. Like, I, I, I'm on Instagram. I don't post, like, more than, you know, tw- twice. Twi- <laughs> once or twice a month, like, to be honest with you. I post, like, a story every, pretty much to promote the podcast nowadays. Yep. <laughs> but, dude, they revolu- revolutionized, uh, like, picture posting or whatever. You know, you had Facebook, and it kind of... 
I feel like Facebook died out when parents started getting on Facebook. <laughs> is when like I like Facebook more than Instagram to be honest with you. But yeah, I mean it's it's the person you talk to. But Instagram, to your point, Reno, gave people like let's say Alex Swift, yeah, a platform to reach hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, like. And I'm, sh- I'm sure. Away. I'm sure. In twenty, tw- I, I just looked it up. Twenty ten October is when it came out. So it came out like right as the decade yeah. started. Right. I'm sure she wasn't sitting there like, all right, I'm gonna make, you know, I say what? Like a I'm gonna make a career. Freshman in high school. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, right. I'm gonna make right. a career out of Instagram. I mean, she does more than Instagram, but like, no, absolutely, we're not general, selling like, that girl short it by any means. No, but Instagram altogether, like, is a place to promote you. Other people like sell ads. Whatever. Yeah, like Instagram is. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a it's a major and I, platform. I and like I love the MySpace. Like you know, songs you could post like the song that was about oh, yeah. your best friends. Like For sure. And then yeah, Facebook, your top eight. Facebook came around. Like you post. You know, back in our day, we post statuses like chilling with RJ playing video games. <laughs> let me know, like type of thing. Like yeah, who wants to play MW too? Like you can't post that on Instagram. And be like, I'm playing video games. Like hit me up. Like no, you post a picture. It gets the likes it's supposed to. Um, I think it's, like, you know, grown so much where, like, we used to, like, have people. We have, we'd have, like, I, I looking back on my old posts, I have 15 people that like my posts. And now it's, like, over 100. And I'm not trying to go for, like, clout or any means. It's just, <laughs> oh, like. It's all about clout. It's just, like, how much it's grown, like. You gotta respect it. Like it was whoever invented Instagram. Like is fucking making Facebook. billions. Facebook owns Instagram. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's fucking Zuckerberg, the robot. That fucking douche. <laughs> Not even douche. He's a good guy, but like. No, he's a robot. Sh- shit. How the fuck do you have that much money? <laughs> All right, Dumdy, number one. All right, my number one, Tesla. This is some Tony Stark ass shit. This is literally. Is Tesla an invention though? Like that's a brand. A, no, I, I. It's an invention. But yeah. it's a brand though. Like Tesla. Like, yeah, what, but what but about Tesla? Like the cars. The cars and cars. The I'm asking Strap. <laughs> I'm asking Dumpty. The car. The cars okay. and what? Uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Elon Musk. He literally <laughs> has Strap's all. Like, we these, know it. He does. <laughs> all these okay. plans and ideas, and. I think, like, we're going to be saying, like, going into, like, the end of the 30s and, like, who knows if we're going to even be driving cars. Like, I I think we're, like, that. <laughs> Maybe not that close, but I think he's putting us to that, like, next level type of shit where it's, like, okay. <laughs> no, I agree. I think, like, you got, you know, you got to charge the car kind of how you charge your phone type of deal. <laughs> Like, I think that's so cool. And, like, they have, char- they have yeah. charging stations. Like, if you were, like, you know, rather than running out of gas at the end of your night, you're literally running out of a charge. <laughs> and you got to, like, go to the most local place that has a charging Tesla. Not even Tesla, because there's other brands that I don't know about that have charging stations. Well, I mean, there's Ford has one. Uh I think Toyota has one. Like a Prius is similar. Like yeah, Prius not, is similar. It's not entirely electric, yeah. but you could put the whole group of like electric cars yeah. in you know a right. group. But I think Tesla is money. All right. <laughs> does, does anyone have any honorable mentions for inventions? Um, no, nah, I, I don't. I yeah, I do. Okay. I got not one of these. Um, I got the virtual reality headset. I <laughs> I think that's just. 
one of those weird ones that like I just don't even know. I no, guess. I don't disagree. It's, yeah. I feel like inventions like yeah, they came out in that year, but they've been in development for like ten plus years. Yeah, like like VR. Yes, it's new, but like it's not really new. You know. Um, I had the selfie stick in 2014 <laughs> came out. I count that as one. Um, top invention was the fucking selfie stick. Okay. Um, fidget spinners. I have. Oh that. my no no. <laughs> Selfie someone, stick, fine. Fidget spinners, no. For someone who has severe ADHD, just swing that motherfucker around. Do anything else. I actually do have two honorable mentions <laughs> that I didn't even realize. Um, honorable mention, again, like Uber slash Lyft, I got Tinder slash Bumble. Oh, hey <laughs> How did Scrap not pick I know, dude, that's crazy. Um, quick, you know, I just feel like Quick shout out. <laughs> Quick shout out, Scrap. Now, um, <laughs> I feel like like this day and age is more like it used to be kind of like meet someone mm-hmm. or like you knew them through school or whatever it may be. Uh, I feel like nowadays Tinder slash Bumble is like your go to, like almost like swooping in the DMs. Like it's almost it, it. It's literally in my eyes swooping into the DMs without swooping into the DMs. It's like, yeah. oh, you want this dick? Yeah, all right. <laughs> and then, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, another one. I didn't look up. I'm trying to look up as I say this point, just to make sure I'm not wrong. Um. It was founded in 1997, but I feel like it didn't... <laughs> what the fuck? Didn't, didn't, so not quite the 2010s, but... Didn't, didn't get big until, like, you know, tw- 2012, I'll say, Netflix. Yeah, I mean, Netflix has been around forever with, like, you rent a movie and then you send it through the mail. Yeah, but back in your day, you had a blockbuster no, type of shit. No, like, Netflix does not count for the 2010s. <laughs> All right, fine. Netflix has been around for so... That's why I did Disney+. Plus. Like, that's new. I mean, I put Netflix and Bumble, Tinder, all those together. Yeah, I mean, fuck <laughs> off, dude. Fuck you. Oh, it literally God. says Netflix expanded its business in 2010 with the introduction of streaming media while retaining the DVD and Blu-ray. You could talk about that business. specifically, but Netflix as a yeah. whole... Netflix as a whole... it's been around since we were fucking born. Which I didn't know, to be honest with you. I, I didn't, knew it was that old. I didn't know ne- I didn't know Netflix until recently. Like when you're like, "Oh, what are we gonna do? Netflix and chill." <laughs> yeah. Which ties into Bumble. Like, I, I'm still. A little you upset. hit up your Bumble or your your Tinder chick, and you're like, "What are we doing tonight? <laughs> Netflix and chilling." Uh, all right, we're gonna move on. To number eight. We're back to sports, and we're getting with sports. So those of you who are listening that weren't here for the sports, uh, you can probably stop listening now unless you like hearing us. And grab some bangers. <laughs> but number eight, what the fuck sports moments? <laughs> I'll start number three to me of the decade, Deflategate. That yeah. whole thing, I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is so stupid. Oh, you want to deflate this? <laughs> <laughs> like... A fucking, what, eight-year-old kid disproved the whole thing and, the, like, they couldn't, the NFL couldn't accept basic science? I I don't want to go in too far to deflate it because I literally spent a fucking, my uh, senior, well, my la- junior year project at my college on the flight. I had to do 20 present, a 20-minute presentation on it, and it was a disaster. It, the whole thing sucked. I mean, I was just angry the whole time up there. I was yelling and projecting myself. But Deflate Gate's my number three. Reno, what do you got? For mine, I got what the fuck moments. 
actually happened this year. Oh, what the is fuck? Is it the MLB cheating? <laughs> no. I, I think that's, you know, I, that's another conversation. I don't even want to say my opinion <laughs> on it. That's okay. why we didn't talk about it on Money Moguls. Yeah. Um, Garrett Cole, nine years, $324 million. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Dude, you literally tossed a quarter, or not even a quarter, a third of a billion, third of a billion dollars for one, for one player. Now, mention, the Yankees could throw out half a billion for this dude, and it wouldn't even matter because they yeah. have so much fucking money. But you got to put into, like, retrospect, this guy's 30 years old going into the contract. He has an opt-out after five years. Why would you opt out of that? Why would you opt out? He won't. He won't. He won't. He's going to play there for nine years. He'll probably retire at 36, 37 and cashes. No, if you retire, that that extra money is done. Oh, it's done? You have to... Albert Pujols, that's why he's still playing. So he can collect his $24 million a year. So they can either cut him and eat the money, or he plays for the rest of his tenure as a Yankee. He's 30 years old. The contract would end when he's 39 years old. It makes no sense to me. Uh, he had, I mean, you guys are more baseball guys. I'm going to say three, two, maybe three good years to actually make him get that contract. I'd say he had two dominant years in like, and like four good years. Good years, like, exactly. Like solid baseball. Exactly, but, but to be like almost in the, he's got to be the highest paid Average annual value, yes, he is. Yeah. Player, period. Highest paid yeah. athlete annually, facts. So that's that's mine. I thought that was just bizarre. I thought about that, putting that on my list, because yeah. that was wild to that me. That was like, wild. I, I did, it wasn't wild to me. Like, what he's making is wild, but the fact that they paid him that much was not wild to me, because they see themselves as major contenders over the next three years, and that's they're paying him for three years, basically. You're talking thirty. No, plus I know. I know it's nine years. Yes, I mean every year they're invested for nine years. However, you want to look at it, but they're really only looking at it as a three-year deal, and they needed this guy to get over that hump to beat teams. I mean, I guess like the Red Sox, yeah. Astros. I mean, let's see what the Astros do this year after not being able to cheat. I mean, even a team like the Angels, let's say they they haven't made the playoffs in a while, but the Angels, the Indians. There are teams out there that pose a threat. The Dodgers, I mean, the yeah. National League teams for sure. But there are teams that pose threats to them that they needed this guy. With Luis Severino coming back to become a 1-2 devastating punch to basically buy themselves a World Series. And I think they have a very good chance to win it. Yeah, and just like they did two years ago, and that's my clincher. Um, you literally paid a dude $35 million to win you a World Series when you haven't won a World Series in 10 years. And you paid guys. You You're talking about Stanton? No. Oh, you're talking about Cole. Cole. Okay, yeah. You paid Stan. <laughs> I thought you were saying you paid Stan. Dude, you paid Stan. You yeah. paid, like, Johnny Damon. Like, these stupid, stupid, stupid... Jacoby Ellsbury. Jacoby Ellsbury. Bench. Paid Seven for stupid, stupid contracts that you're going to pay for in the future. That was my yeah, uh, I mean, number but, three what the fuck yeah, moment no, I, I, in I get sports. It. Like I said, I, I agree with the what the fuck, that's a lot of money, but not like what the fuck are they doing. Because that's the day and age we live in. They have to pay him that amount to get him that, that, to go over the hump. That type of contract, you have to win two World Series to be like, all right, that was worth it. And truthfully, as a Red Sox fan, I think they will. Or they could. I, I don't think. think they will. They haven't won one since, what, 09? That doesn't mean... I, we're talking about trends and uh, money moguls. Don't buy into the trends. Look at what they have on their team now. If Judge Stanton stay healthy all year, they're, they are, they're better than the Red Sox right now. 
Who poses a threat to them in the American League? The Astros? Off this entire Well, scandal? this is a terrible conversation because all the three top three teams in my eyes, Red Sox, Yankees, Astros, maybe Cleveland, and then take Cleveland out of it, yeah, are, Cle- all, Cleveland. All, are all under scandals right now. So I think, yeah, so I think Red Sox, Astros. So far. That's yeah. why I didn't want to talk about it. I'm right. kind of pissed. No, okay. I knew that into my, into my what-the-fuck moment. Yeah, Yankees, I think, are the favorites in the American League by far right now. With probably still the Dodgers. That, that doesn't League. mean you win a World Series, though. It doesn't. Not at all. But... I, they they have as good a chance as anybody, is what I'm saying. Over the next three years, I think so, for sure. Yeah. Scrap, number three. Uh, my number three, WTF. <laughs> Was it WWE moment? <laughs> <laughs> Clay Thompson, 43 points on four dribbles. Yeah, dude. Fuck. Good call, good call. <laughs> I, I have not that, heard of this. What? How does that not even... I mean, how does that even happen? Yeah, he, he dribbled four times. The yeah, whole so game. every time it was like... <laughs> yeah, right, it was so it was a catch, spot up, spot up yeah, three. Yeah, catch and pop type <laughs> yeah, deal. right. That's... Was it against the Kings by chance? I don't know. Because no, that's when he scored like what, thirty points. No, that in the was quarter? like that was on my honorable mentions. That was a completely different. Okay, one. <laughs> okay all right. I was just curious. That's nuts. Yeah, I, I've never heard that before. That's fucking mind blowing. So that scrap, good for you. That's a great moment. Um, my number two, WTF. In 2012, we had this little Asian dude come into the NBA Jeremy for two Lin- or three weeks. Linsanity, baby. Yep, I love A it. Harvard graduate working literally at the Harvard House of Pizza on a Mass Ave. Comes in, steals the thunder from the NBA for two or three weeks. And then that was pretty much it. <laughs> Did you ever see what happened with the uh, reporter for the New York Times? No. He got fired. He made a, uh, he made a headline called... When Jeremy Lin kind of crashed on the earth, it was called Chink in the Armor. Instead of, like, Kink in the Armor. He wrote Jesus. Chink in the Armor and was immediately fired. And that's all I remember of Jeremy Lin. I was in Florida at the time, I think, at my uh, grandparents' house at the time. It was maybe 2000, like you said, 2013, 2012? Yeah, 2012. Yeah, so I was a sophomore, junior in high school. Sophomore. Uh, so I was 15 years old. I was down there, and yeah, I remember reading the paper, and it literally said, chink in the armor, and I was like, who the fuck wrote this? What? Uh, yeah, whole thing was bad, but anyway, yeah, Jeremy Lin, that Linsania is definitely... Yeah, those two weeks are just wild. I mean, again, this is over a 10-year span. We could probably name 30 in one year, so there are going to be things left out by each of us. I, I think that is a great... What the fuck happened there, yeah. Especially because it was only for like two or three yeah. weeks, like... And then he went back to being uh, like a backup point guard. And then what the fuck? He won a championship. Yeah, or won, won a, a tw- ring. Yeah, this year <laughs> so. won a championship with Toronto. So it was like that's a great time. Like beginning <laughs> of the sure. decade, yeah. did his thing. Like what the fuck's going on? Then before then, then literally wins a championship. I'm happy for uh, Fred VanVleet. Oh, great guy. And like Wichita State, everyone's like, oh, these guys aren't that good. Who was the who was the like small forward shooting guard? Like the like a Baker. Yeah. yeah, 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 Ron Baker. Ron yeah, Baker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, he was the kind of the stud of the team in the and ter- like college tournament and everything. Like, and then Van Fleet was like his one B to like Baker's one A, I guess. And then Van Fleet was always like, oh, he'll never be an NBA point guard, and he just won a championship. So good for him. Go ahead, Reno. Sorry, I just wanted to. <laughs> I want to talk about Fred Van Fleet for a little bit because we never do. I guess I could again break the rules, but I don't really <laughs> think this is breaking the rules. Um. <laughs> The scandal came down in like 08, 09 era. Well, that's. And then it like, the court case finished up in 2011. 
what the fuck are you doing, Jerry Sandusky? <laughs> oh, okay. oh, that is cheating, but yes. That That has got to be touched upon. Um, <laughs> no pun intended, touched upon. Hey, I didn't say that you did. That might be the white uh, I was talking. Just, yeah, just... Dude, I don't know. I don't have much to say, man. Like, you just... You got to be smarter than that. You got to be... I think you can act. You're, you're in power. You, you have... Like, like I said on the Money Moguls... I think college is rigged, any sport you go to. But, like, dude, like, what the fuck are you doing <laughs> with, like, like, you got to know better. And especially the fact that you never made it, like, publicly that this happened and you hit it the whole time, like, just doesn't make me happy. Like, I, I still think that's one of the craziest sports moments ever to happen was the Jerry uh, Sandusky scandal. I think it's less what the fuck Jerry Sandusky than it is what the fuck Joe Paterno. Yeah. <laughs> because clearly Jerry Sandusky is a child molester and just a fucking disgusting human just being. A weirdo. But Joe Paterno, it's like, what the fuck Joe Paterno? Like, you can't... Yeah, but look at these... I mean, like I said, I don't want to get into it too, too much, but what the fuck are you doing <laughs> lying about cheating the whole time? Then every... Now these managers aren't gonna get a single job going forward because right. they didn't come for uh, like come forward about it, and that's exactly what Joe Paterno did. He was especially because he was an older guy. Yeah, he was he, what, like eighty. Yeah, dude, he was like kind of like, well, fuck, I'm on the last ten year of my college career. Not even career life. I'm yeah. on, I'm I'm basically yeah. dead. Yeah, like, the guy died what like two years, three dude, years after. Dude, if you remember, like, Penn State back in the like late two thousands. Was the swaggiest team ever. Like oh, they, yeah. they had that all white going, and like you oh, were it's just, unreal. You were just like, dude, these guys are fucking nasty. Like Penn State's never been the same. I think like maybe they won the Rose Bowl recently. Other than that, they've not been in relevant football games because no. of that. So I think that's you know, like I said, started in the late you know oh eight oh nine, trailing into twenty ten, uh, trial, but. Uh, when he got convicted, it was 20, uh, 2010 or 2011. That's what my uh, number two, what the fuck are you doing? So, again, uh, Reno's a dirty cheater. Um, I like cheating. <laughs> number two for me, uh, very recent, but the MLB cheating scandal is my what the fuck moment. Like, it, as you dive deeper, it only gets worse. Like, you'd think, like, okay, maybe they the investigation caught everything. Now it's like you got fucking fake Carlos Beltran's niece out there exposing Jose Altuve for not taking off his jersey when he's got wires on, like Bregman, same thing. Josh Reddick had a post-game interview with a wire on. Like, whether or not it relays to the cheating scandal, that's up for debate, I guess. But Scott Van Pelt said it best. Like, they, they don't get the benefit of the doubt anymore. They just don't. So you have to assume it's, it's based on cheating. And I just think the whole thing in general is despicable. And I... I hate to kind of flip-flop at first, and Scrap can attest to this. Like, I, on the 643 podcast we have, I was kind of like, who really cares? Like, everyone can steal signs. Now I'm sort of like, this is fucking awful. Like, the integrity of the game is completely gone. Like, I'd rather see guys who are 300 pounds of muscle smashing 600-foot home runs because of steroids than having these guys know exactly what pitch is coming and when. Like, that that's awful. Like, if they... Uh, the whole thing's bad. I don't want to get too far into it. Like, that's... We could talk for four that's hours. That's another podcast. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. We could talk for four hours about the whole cheating scandal. 
But my number one what the fuck moment of the 2010 decade, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> Reno and I just talked about a lot about Aaron Hernandez literally yesterday. It doesn't feel like yesterday, but yesterday. But the guy played a, an entire NFL season after he allegedly, in quotes, like Pat McAfee allegedly, in quotes, murdered two people in Boston. Like, the whole thing was cr- People idolized this guy. The whole thing is absolutely mind-boggling to me. and I He like, probably would have been more of a, a sensation than Gronk was if he played he, his, I, his I, career in New England. He if, was so young, if so Aaron young, Hernandez, he would still be on the team. Yeah. If, he, if he had a level head, he would still be on the New England Patriots. Right. As I said in the documentary, he asked for, I mean, it was because of what was going on. He asked for a trade out of New England. Yeah, he was on the hot seat. In, but, in life, like not in the hot seat in but terms dude, of his job. But like in, Gronk was so much older. Like Gronk was, I think, 27. Exactly. And Hernandez was 22 or 23. Like, he was our age. And this kid has the world in front of him. And he kills two people. Kills Odin. Allegedly kills two people. I think he did it. But kills Odin Lloyd for sure. Convicted of that murder. And... Shoots another guy in the face. Right. <laughs> His <Maybe>. best friend. <laughs> right. Like, the whole thing. Like, de- Watch the documentary. Like, I don't want to talk anymore about Aaron Hernandez. Until Thursday, I want to dive deep into Aaron Hernandez. But the guy was an electric talent. And you had him and Gronk in a backfield as tight ends. Like, you had never seen anything like it before. The guy, if he hadn't, if he hadn't killed allegedly, altogether, three people, he could still be in the NFL today, for all we know. And oh, he's still in the NFL. He might not be a Patriot, but he's still in the NFL, yeah. And instead, he is dead. He's been dead for, what, a year, two years? A couple Three years, years a couple maybe? Years, yeah. Two years, yeah. We'll call it two years to be in the middle. I, I don't remember his exact... I think it was 2017. So three so years. April of 2017. Two and a half, three years. Yeah. Man. So... That's nuts to me. The whole thing, it's like, what the fuck happened? Like, not even, like, what are you doing, Aaron Hernandez? More like, what, the whole thing, like, from catching a pa- a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl after murdering people, th- like, the whole thing is nuts to me. Like, that gained national media attention until he got convicted, and then the, the two murder trials, if you watch the Hernandez documentary... Like it wasn't. It was more of a regional news outlet than a, a national compared to like the original. But the guy got national news as he should for being a murderer while he was playing. Like that was nuts. Like you, hopefully, won't see that ever again. But in the in the next ten years, I can almost guarantee you, you will not see anything like Aaron Hernandez. So to me, that was my number one. What the fuck is going on? Moment of 2010s. Yeah, I wanted to put it in the the top three, but I, I it was too fresh with the documentary coming out, so I was kind of like, yeah, I'll leave it off my list. Um, number one. Do you remember the 2017 finals? Probably not. Is that uh, <laughs> NBA wise? Yeah, is that LeBron and versus Cle- uh, Golden State? Yes. Yeah. Okay. J.R. Smith dribbling dribbling the ball the other way. And then he tries to cover himself up and he was like like I like this and that happened. I thought that like we had a timeout when they didn't have a timeout. 
Dude, that's like I don't I don't know why no one hit on that unless it's on someone's uh, honorable mentions. No, I don't even have that on. Dude, my what the mentions. fuck moment Dude, of the decade was... for me? That's got to be number one. Dude, because they win that game, they change the trajectory of the whole series. They, they probably win. <laughs> they probably win, and they lose at home. Or sorry, on the road against Golden State, who's one of the toughest teams to play in the decade, and. <laughs> He dribbles the wrong way, and now they have to force up a shot at, at the end of the buzzer, and they miss, and now they got to go to overtime. And it was kind of like, at the time, like, we're so caught up in the moment, like, we don't know what to do in overtime anymore. Like, we're so like, what the fuck were you doing dribbling the ball the opposite way? Now, imagine, he didn't just grab the ball and dribble the opposite way. He had a free layup to literally put them up. <laughs> Two points with like a minute, or not even a minute, a second left, a second left, and uh, Cleveland goes up one nothing in that series, and now you're probably going seven at worst. You're going seven at worst, and that like when Scrap texted me and said we're doing the podcast for a decade uh, podcast, and he said what the fuck moments, I it, it stood out to me like I, that was number one, and it, uh, number two was so hard for me. Uh, Gary Cole number three was like. You know, pretty easy for me, but to pick a number two, like took a little bit, but then number one, just like immediately, I put it down. J.R. Smith dribbling the wrong way with the basketball. That was what the fuck moment in sports, like all time Dude, for me. He, he literally dribbled out to half court, and half then, court, and then looked at LeBron, and LeBron was the, like, "Dude, the, what the, the fuck are you doing?" The coach and the players for his own team were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And not only that, the other team was so rattled, they were like. <laughs> They like they they lost what they were doing. Like I'm telling you, that was like what the fuck moment 101 right there was J.R. Smith driven the ball the wrong way. All right, that is gold. By the way, uh, my number one what the fuck moment was the 2013 NFL draft. You guys have any idea what I'm talking about? Maybe. Nah. Man- Manti Teo hoax. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Uh, yeah, I, that's not where I would have gone the 2013 draft, but I, I I can see where you're coming from for sure. Like, where the hell did that come from? And man, I tell you, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I just wild. <laughs> like you're you're about to be a professional athlete. Why do you have to meet a girl on the internet? Like you you have every he's not a bad looking dude either. Like no. Like what? What do you, what are you doing dating on the internet? Like, how do you not know what catfishing is at this point? Like, I mean, it was early twenty tens, but still, like, FaceTime, not not necessarily FaceTime, but Skype, Uvu, all that shit. Like, if this girl after like two times of you requesting to Uvu or Skype doesn't answer or says she can't, fucking move on. Like, yeah, that's a red flag. Like that's. Oh, God, that's so bad. Honorable mention scrap? No, I'm... <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any honorable yeah. mentions. Uh, I have a couple. So. I have a couple sports. Uh, I have the Miami Miracle. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Gronk yeah. playing safety and he couldn't tackle it. Like, that, that was bad. That didn't have any implication. The Pats won the Super Bowl, so it didn't really matter. I and wanted then, to slap Bill in the face. In the long that. run, but... Yeah, the whole thing was stupid. 
my last one, uh, UMBC versus Virginia. Yeah. The yeah, first yeah. 16 versus one to fall. I honestly feel like that might happen this March Madness <laughs> with a 16 team. I mean, I, I doubt it. Like it's the, so the, the, the 15s are like, like you've seen Duke okay. lost to Michigan fit. State lost to uh, Tennessee State, Middle Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, yeah, 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 yeah Middle Tennessee. Uh, Duke lost to a very bad basketball program. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, it was um, shit, Lehigh, Lehigh, yeah. That's for uh, someone yeah. named was Lehigh. <laughs> now, granted, nowadays like Duke already lost this year to. Who the fuck did they lose? I, I haven't followed college basketball. This year, Duke. Duke lost oh, SF Austin. Yeah, 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 Who's yeah. a Steve well, F. Austin makes the tournament every yeah, year. Yeah, they make no, the tournament no, every year. That's not they're not. They're not a 15 seed, but like that's not the Lehigh. 16 to one. It was like at the time it was like 104 and 0 that the one seed won. won. Yeah, not even like yeah. 116 and 0. Like it was, dude. It was crazy. Something that had never happened before, and now they're 119 and one or whatever it is yeah. against them. Like, so to me that finally happening was kind of mind-blowing. It wasn't even, like, a close... They fucking dominated Virginia. They blew them out of the building. And it's not even like they ran into a team that got hot shooting. Like, they just straight-up beat them. Yeah. Like, like, Virginia obviously has more talented players than UMBC. That, that That's not even a debate. But they got boxed out left and right. They got Also, to that point... Virginia won the title a year later. Yeah, I mean that. <laughs> like had to that, fuel that yeah, yeah, yeah that, I mean, yeah, but like, dude, like, what? That, yeah, it's exactly. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing, <laughs> exactly. dude? So yeah, for them to lose to the 16 seed as the, I think the overall number one seed in the tournament. I might be wrong on that. Yeah, you're talking 20 plus point spreads on that too like and they, every they, game I every think, game i think they lost by double digits oh they did yeah it wasn't even that didn't close. umbc go to the sweet 16 too uh, I, I think they did i think I, they, they did, did. They, they so college college basketball when it comes to march madness so nuts that's why i'm like looking forward <laughs> yeah this pod. something ridiculous happens every year whether it be a 15-2 14-3 yeah never a 16-1 until last not last year the year before but and the whole thing was like, I, I was mind I was like, what the fuck is happening yeah. right now to Virginia? So those were my two. Unfortunately, we have to wrap this up shortly. I mean, we're, we're deep into this, but I'm having a good time. We can always find out a different uh, topic, but top Boston sports moments, period. Number three of the decade for me was the 2013 Sox World Series run altogether. Okay. I, uh, I think it was special just bringing the city together. Everyone was kind of shattered and just sort of, I don't want to say depressed, but like there was a different attitude around Boston that year. And the Red Sox with a, to me, not that talented team came together and defeated all odds. And Koji Urahara struck out, I think, Matt Carpenter. Maybe not Matt Carpenter, but struck out someone to win the World Series in 2013. I think that was absolutely remarkable. Uh, there are so many moments to pick from 2010 to 2019 for the Boston sports teams. So uh, th- that's my number three for me. Reno, who you got? Number three, I got... Uh, dude, you can't tell me this wasn't remarkable. Uh, <laughs> we were a freshman in high school when this happened. The 2011 Boston Bruins run. Uh, starting off with that... They played Toronto, right? 
Yep. Yeah, I, I, have yeah. A different, I have a different Bruins. And uh, it was memory, what? But. It was what? Down? Was it 4 1 or 4 yeah, 2 in the. 4 1. <laughs> yeah, they were down 4 1. They scored three straight goals just to send it to overtime. Uh, one of the goals was with like five minutes left. The other two goals were with the goalie pulled, which you don't see like ever, ever. Down 4 1. And like that was straight up electric. Like I've never seen something like that in my life where. A hockey team's down three goals with like, like the the clock's ticking, and you. Uh, you I, I hate to cut you off, but I had this in my moments. It was 2013, not 2011. They did not win the cup that year. No, 2011's when they no, they came not back. Not against the Leafs. Nope. No. That was 2013. Was it 13? That was a separate year. They <laughs> they won the cup against Vancouver in 2011. I, I had to check it because that was, that, that was my number two moment. We'll get into it, but yeah, that was on there because that was absolutely remarkable. 2011, they did not play the Leafs. Well, I don't know if they played the Leafs, but they scored the the three goals, I think, in 2011. That was 2013. All right, well, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough, fair does, enough. Does, does, the I'm not going to sit here and argue and then hit Google for it. but <laughs> the, the game and what happened is what matters. All right, well, that no, that completely fucks up my whole thing because I, I had 2011 run by like you the, thought that, like, by the Bruins. The cop, no, that was 2013. I'm not I'm not convinced. Uh, down three goals in the third period, the Boston Bruins mount a thrilling comeback at the end of Game Seven in the Eastern Conference quarterfinals versus the Toronto Maple Leafs, and win five to four in overtime on a goal by Patrice Bergeron on May thirteenth, two thousand thirteen. All right. <laughs> well, I guess with that being said, you said I, you're not a big hockey guy. So yeah, that's a, I that's fucked that up. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's okay. I, I I mean, I guess I'll throw that as my honorable mention. Then uh, it's kind of backtracking, if you will. <laughs> Uh, is the that 2013? Uh, you know they made it all the way to the cup and they they won that game down four to one. Uh, 2011 Bruins run. Uh, 2011 was my number three. We hadn't seen a cup in so long. Bruins were just so hot that year, and I just I loved it. It was like no one expected the Bruins to win, and we did. No one was a big hockey guy at the time. No one was. Big, I wasn't. I I. Could give two shits about the Bruins <laughs> hockey at that point, uh, and then they went seven with uh, Vancouver and they won the game or they won the cup. Yeah, the Vancouver was, fucking burned their city to the ground. Yeah, dude, they fast. were so mad. I think that was in Vancouver. It game was seven yeah. too. Yeah, the shutout. I think yeah. they were four nothing. It was unreal. Yeah, such a great fucking. Yeah, Chara just fucking spit in the face. Great the run, Tim Vancouver. Thomas just sitting on his fucking head the oh, whole time. Unreal. All right, Dundee. Uh, number three. Number three. Um, is Isaiah Thomas scoring 53 points after his <laughs> sister's death? <laughs> that uh, I good, that was good solid. I, solid. I had to go with that. Um, one because I loved it when he was on the Celtics and that whole like that whole team. Like I knew we weren't gonna make a deep run just because they didn't. It was really just it and a couple other parts. But, like, to come and play that game, and, like, the only thing I'll remember from that is him and I, Avery Bradley, on the bench, and IT just has his head down, and Avery Bradley just has his shoulder, like, arm around him, like, being like, it's all right, dude, and then he just went off for 53, so I thought that was just, like, a fucking cool moment. Do you miss Avery Bradley on the Celtics? Nah. <laughs> no? Nah. Okay. <laughs> well... <laughs> Oh, and then I go two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go to number two. All right, number two. I mean, I don't know how you can't do it. Pats down twenty to three and come yeah. back. Pretty fucking yeah. simple. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Let me uh, pull out my phone, but I'm pretty sure I had 28 to 3. <laughs> As your number two? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I actually had... No, sorry, and I've talked about both of these, and I think... <laughs> I don't have to get far into it. Malcolm Butler, the interception. Yeah. yeah. Um, number two. Okay. Like I said, we don't win six titles if he doesn't make that pick. He's not even on the team anymore. Um, almost like disowned him like a friggin' foster child. <laughs> it's and pretty amazing how, to like, non-Patriot Super Bowls are seemingly, like, less of a good matchup. You know, like, they... Like, I mean, look at uh, Broncos, Seahawks. Yeah. The Seahawks won, like, 50-8 to eight or 50-12, <laughs> to 12, whatever it was. Some stupid score. It was unbelievable. But something like that is is just crazy to me. Like every Super Bowl the Pats are in can almost come down to a field goal or one single play. Yeah, is what you can highlight. Literally. <laughs> so I mean, for Malcolm Butler, yeah, I, I agree that that's at least worth an honorable mention. I, I didn't write it down because I'm stupid, <laughs> and I didn't know we were doing Boston sports moments at the time. So that's <laughs> part of it. Um, for me, I'll my number two. The Bruins three-goal comeback versus Toronto. I mean, yep. that was in 2013, like I said. <laughs> wasn't 2011. I I was 99% confident it was 2013. And then Reno said 2011 cup run. I was like, I don't know about that one. <laughs> but I watch highlights to this day of that game to get jacked up. Like, Jack Edwards <laughs> screaming about, like, putting the dagger in the hearts of Toronto. Like, it's just unbelievable to me. I love Everything about that. Like, if that doesn't jack you up, nothing will. Absolutely nothing about sports will jack you up. Like, watch the highlights. The five, there's like five-minute YouTube clips on YouTube, obviously. For three-goal comeback. Like, just Google that or YouTube it. And you will see the most magical, remarkable thing you've ever seen in your life. If I remember correctly, there was like nine minutes left or so. Maybe eight and they tied the game, and then Bergeron in overtime from a Tyler Sagan rebound, I believe, was just absolutely nuts. You have the ab- like iconic picture of Sagan, Bergeron, I want to say Marshawn, like all in the air, jumping for joy, coming back, skating towards Tuka or Tim Thomas. I want to say Tuka. Absolutely unbelievable. But my number one... Boston sports moment of the decade has to be Super Bowl 51. You're down 28 to 3 with like 9.30 left in the third quarter. Something in that realm. Four scores. <laughs> yeah, it, it was the third quarter for sure. And no, it was like yeah, you're right. It was like nine. It was something like nine twenty-seven. They, something they like scored. Right they there. scored the touchdown with like. Nine, ten minutes left. I think it was more closer to like nine, and then they shanked the extra point. Right. So tw- we're calling twenty-three. Yeah, twenty to nine at that point, and the whole thing was nuts. I got my friends who aren't Pats fans text me like, "Oh fuck the Pats, they suck. Like this is embarrassing." I'm like, "Yeah, it is embarrassing." I'm at my friend Ben Epstein's uncle's house in Michigan watching the game. And I'm a wreck. 
the, everyone's a wreck. I mean, oh, like, everybody. We're all watching the game like this is awful. Everybody's yelling at each other. Yeah, everyone's pissed. And my friend Joel, who isn't a Pats fan, he's a Titans fan. I've brought him up before. He's like, hey, it's not over till it's over. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, just stop being a dickhead. <laughs> and next thing you know, it's 28 to what? 16, 15. I'm like, okay. Started the fourth. And then next thing you know, 28, 21. I'm like, oh, shit. 28, 28. I'm like, oh, my God. We're going to overtime. This is absolutely unbelievable. Whoops. <laughs> Clean up on all four. Uh, and then next thing you know, Pats get the ball in overtime. When they got the ball in overtime, did you guys have any doubt they'd lose that game? Nah. nah. They were going to win without yeah. a yeah. doubt. And Ride the high horse. Yeah, they're like, we're taking the ball. Like, okay, game's over. Like, there's no way the Falcons' defense recovers from that. <laughs> next thing you know, James White takes a pitch on a very good second effort into the end zone. And I am... Jumping for joy, hugging people I hardly know. Yeah. And it is the top sports moment of all time for me. I I think it is the coolest. Boston sports wise. Oh, all time. Yeah. Boston or <laughs> the rest of the nation. I don't care. To me, Super Bowl 51 goes down as. I mean, obviously, if you're a Falcons fan, it's the worst game of all time, but, like, that goes down as a top. Three NFL game of all time, like that comeback is unheard of. It's unprecedented. Yeah. Like that, that is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Super Bowl Fifty One, number one Boston sport moment of all time for me. And, and I mean of the decade, yes, we're doing a decade show, but all time. Agreed. Um, that's where I got my number one is twenty eight to three. Um, we literally made my friend cry because he was so <laughs> negative about the whole situation. And we who was it? Germano. We, we 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 sat there and we were like he was like this fucking over, this fucking bullshit, this fucking this and that and like we literally I I mean I shouldn't even say we, I should say I personally threatened him and was like leave my house right now if you're gonna be this negative about the whole situation. Like, yeah, we're fucking down and we fucking suck right now, but we're capable of putting up twenty eight points real quick and exactly I don't think we put up 28 exact, but it was it was the wildest ride of emotions, especially having my buddy Vernie in the room, who was a Giants fan, who was kind of riding the high of like. But Patri- Aaron Vernie's a Giants fan. Yeah. Why? I <laughs> what? think he's got family in New York. I don't know. Okay. Fine. Another another guy will tag in this. Yeah, oh yeah. Gonna have to we're write. Gonna, gonna have to write down all the names. We're gonna have to tag in this that we mentioned. We're tag fucking thirty people. Yeah. Like, hey, listen to this shit. Yeah, but uh, no, that was special, man. That was like that was different. You won't see that again in the Super no. Bowl. No, and like like Never I said, again. like I said earlier in the podcast, I was convinced that we had to be perfect going forward. And then the very we score a touchdown, and I'm like, all right, we're fucking back. Yeah. The very next play. Gostowski, doink, right off the point. <laughs> yeah, okay. and, and I was like, dude, what the fuck? And I'm now, like, crunching numbers. Like, all right, we're down 28 to 9. Like, we Shout just out mi- to uh, Tento, crunching numbers. Crunching numbers. <laughs> and we're down 28 to 9. And I'm like, dude, we got to be perfect from here out. Like, how many scores do we actually need? And, dude, we made it happen. It was it was the create. Like I said, I literally made one of my best friends cry where I told him that he either had to shut the fuck up or leave my house after drinking like an excessive amount of beers. So it was a terrible decision at the time, but 
dude, just something like you, you tell your kids about, you tell your, your grandkids about, like oh, all, yeah, that, I mean, all that, that type of shit. That game, like that, that'll never die. Like, no, the legend of Super Bowl Fifty One will never die. That game will be remembered forever. Mm, for like, sure. No, there are certain records in sports that'll never be broken. Like Wayne Gretzky, his total points. I don't see that ever being broken by anybody ever. And Super Bowl Fifty One's right there. Like no team will Mark ever come. Mark McGuire home runs. Well, he's not the home run leader. <laughs> Is he not? Who had it? Hank Aaron. No. Well, Barry Bonds. S- single season. Seventy two. I think Barry Bonds at seventy three. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Mark McGuire's record's already broken. That guy's a roid. Rage maniac, but like a twenty-five point deficit in the Super Bowl, I don't think that'll ever be overcome again. Like that—that's one of those things. Like you got to see it live, you're special. Like that—that'll never happen in your lifetime again. Yeah. So, whether you're a Boston sports fan or not, and if you are mad the Patriots won that Super Bowl, I get it. But be happy you got to see that game because that was something special. Scrap. Sounds good to me, boys. <laughs> That's your number one? Yeah. All right, Jim. <laughs> well, shit. We have nothing left unless we want to, on the spot, come up with a different category. I have probably no honorable mentions. Like, we all talked about what we thought was... Oh, all right. Honorable mention for me, Boston Sports Moments. I think it was game two. Red Sox-Dodgers. Uh, Beats me. 18 in game. Was that game two? No, that was at was that four? LA. Yeah, that was four. Okay. I, I couldn't... Yeah, game two was in Boston. So, they went up 2 nothing, 3 nothing. No. They can't go up 2 nothing yeah. in game four, guy. No, well, two in, in Boston, I mean. They yeah. went up 2 nothing. Then there was 2-1. Then that became... No, they were up 3 nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was game three. They were up yeah. 2 nothing. It was game three. Makes it 2-1. 18 innings. It wasn't a necessarily a great moment for Boston sports, but just, like... They were involved in the game. An 18-inning World Series game is special. Like, that's crazy to me. Eovaldi, who, I think, what, nine innings in relief? Like, yeah. basically threw, <laughs> pitched a complete game, shut out, until he gave up a home run to Muncie? Yep. Yeah, Max Muncie <laughs> hits a dinger. And next thing you know, it's the bottom of the 18th, and the game's over. The game was, like, five hours long, six hours long. Game ended at, like, 1 a.m. Pacific time, so 4 a.m. Eastern time. Like, I think that gets an honorable mention in terms of just overall wackiness in sports. Like, yeah. I think that I think that's really cool. A game to look back on, and then the Red Sox didn't lose after that. Yeah, because it would be 2-3-2. Two, two, uh, Sale struck out Machado on his knees like a little bitch in Game 5. So, Red Sox win 4-1. Fuck the scandal. Sox title stands. How do you like that? I love it. I love it. All right, well, yeah, we're at the two hours and 41-minute mark. So. I got, uh, I, I, I said I'd crush a six-pack. I got seven killed right now. No, eight. I got one over there. That's eight That's eight White Claws in a, in a podcast right yeah, there. Yeah, we got into a different pack, too. So we're, uh, between the two of us, we're about uh, 14 or 15 deep. So yeah, we apologize for the quality at some points. It was not uh, stellar, if you will. I think we did okay. I drink one more of that, folks. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, anything else, boys, before we wrap this up, or what? I think I'm good to go. Yeah, what, do you want to go home? I you? might do a little minute run to CVS, grab a couple of snacks. Grab a couple of condoms. <laughs> go to the minute clinic. 
<laughs> get checked for some I might have to get my heart checked out after this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I, mean, I mean, I closing statements from Reno. Um, if, if you didn't yeah, know, my, just the media yeah, as each person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big sex. I know, it's, I know, and you're probably not listening, but um, I just want to thank you guys for listening. I feel like this is our best podcast so far. Uh, we are genuine about like our personalities, all that. Um, it was a great time. I, I had the most fun I've had on a podcast or even just doing this type of thing. So I'm glad that you guys, if you made it this far, you're listening. I'm going to tell people that I work with, you know, I fuck with all that. Um, literally, or if like you want to, li- if you want to listen, like I, I can point you in different directions as to like, we got video games at you know, minute 40 or an hour, minute for 40, it. I, I hour for it. The closet, closet, closet hitting different. <laughs> you got what the fuck moments at like two hours. But, um, I, I truly feel like you should listen to this whole podcast. You got a dumb being a dumb from like minute one. We get, like we gave out two twenty. Like <laughs> we gave out a couple dumb awards tonight. So <laughs> biggest dumb goes to our dumb make a wish. Dumb uh, closing thoughts from scrap. What do you think? About the 2010s altogether. 2010s? Um, <laughs> I mean, Boston Sports absolutely killed it. Gave us a lot of memories to look back at, and I think they're going to give us a lot of more memories to look forward to. And I'm excited to see what the future has. Maybe some crazy shit will happen. Okay. <laughs> so get <That's>, ready. <laughs> I'm opposite of scrap. I think the uh, 2000s, 2010s was definitely all about Boston. This next decade, I'm not so sure. I I think the Bruins are best set up to win a title, and I don't know if they do it. I really don't. I, I think, think the Celtics. Yeah. The, the Celtics have the best chance? Yes. No way. Yep. Not a chance, dude. Look at the West. And I don't care. You've only played one West team in the finals. Look at the West and look at the, the you don't have to play. You don't have to play one through eight. You play the yeah. best team out of the West. I think the top four teams in the West are better than the Celtics. Well, you only play one, so that's why. But I'm just saying, like, they're battle-tested. Like, I think they're that much better altogether. But for me, uh, as always, thank you for listening. Uh, we talked about a lot today. I, I'd, I'd hate to not mention everyone from the MW2 squad. So, we're going to go Kyle Marabella. Uh, T-Coin was my rival back in the MW2 days. <laughs> Uh, Maddie Jaleo, the Iceman, who's on our uh, Deep Balls with Nuts and Ice podcast, he quit as a 7th Prestige, I think level 37, if I remember correctly. Uh, we were playing at the map Estate, and he he died like four times in a row, and just chucked the controller across the room, heard some screams, and he goes, I fucking hate this game! And he never played That's again. That's a lie. He loved it. <laughs> yeah, but he never played again. He was done. Uh, we can't forget T-Shields. T-Shields, facts. Yeah, exactly. So, J-Pad. J-Pad, T-Shields, Kyle, myself, Reno. I spent so much time with those guys, man. Yeah, uh, Trevor Trevor Vaughn, Tucker Williams. Oh, Trevor, man. Jeremy Trevor. Hayes. Like, Jeremy Hayes, tag him. Tag like, him, so man. many. Shane Carraher played. Uh, Shane The Carrer, Birch yeah. told. Like, dude, these kids crushed MW2. So many people on MW2. I'm still forgetting probably 30 people, but, like, it, it is what it is. It was a lifestyle, man. It really it was. was. That's so all, like, it's all we rode. So, I mean, I think as 
a whole. I think the Sports Corner is going to have to do a lot more off-topic podcasts in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, I think it shows more of like what we're actually about. And, I mean, with Money Moguls, I, I don't... I personally will not bet on the NBA ever because I just... I don't know. Like, that's just... I might as well just throw money in the fucking dumpster. Like, you probably win more money than we will if you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me. So I'd much rather talk about MW2 squads. I mean, I'll tag JTT in this. I don't give a shit. But... Altogether, uh, again, thank you for listening. We had a lot of fun. A lot of beers. A lot of beers. This is the... uh, I'm on nine. Memories. I think throughout the night I had 12. Let's go. We're having a good time, but... You're not slurring words either. I'm not. I'm doing okay. I've definitely slurred a couple (laughs) of words. I'm I'm happy with where I'm at. Uh, But, again, this is the Sports Corner off-topic Top three of the decade with some honorable mentions. We got Scrap, Reno, myself. Share this with your friends. And please, please, please engage with us and tell us your top threes of the decade. Because there is so much to debate. And we look forward to hearing from you guys. Anything else? That's it. Grab some bait. (sighs) All right. We will see you next time. Let's go. See you tomorrow.